Welcome to the Mammoth Gamescast for the week of September 17th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me as always, Filtercord. Hey! Hey-o. We also have another guest with us, a uh, recurring guest. Um, we have Drake with us today. What's going on, man? Happy to be back, man. Just, uh, you know, relaxing Sunday morning. Uh, just uh, woke up, had some cereal, ready to talk about some games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So we'll start with you, man. What have you been playing? Um, I have been uh, playing uh, Lost Spider-Man. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll get into some more Spider-Man talk in a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of Spider-Man, uh, I've also been playing a lot of um, uh, Kingdom Hearts because I'm trying to go back through the uh, Kingdom Hearts franchise uh, in preparation for 3 so I can... I've played all of them before, but just want to get caught up... Uh, I want to refresh mm-hmm. everyone with that first-hand experience. Um, mm-hmm. And I also I bought the HD collections, and I'm never going to... Yeah. After three, why would I ever go back again? Uh, so... Smart. Uh, I, yeah, so now was a good time to play through them. And there's a couple I never got around to. I never did, uh, like, uh, Dream Drop Distance or, or... And I'm, you know, I'm not super familiar with the story of Codate or uh, mm-hmm. Key or whatever. So there's other reasons to go back through, but primarily for a refresher... Um, and I just finished up Kingdom Hearts 1. Uh, I still really enjoy that game. It is mm-hmm. uh, flawed, and um, parts of it have not aged well. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think there's still a lot there to love. And then I recently just started uh, Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories, which is one of the ones I never played. And so I was Smart. really excited for it going in because I'd never played it. And I was so confused. I was like, so I know it was a Game Boy a Color or Advance game. Mm-hmm. Advanced, yeah. And then they... Yeah. <laughs> then they remade PS2 game, and I was like, "Has that ever happened before? Have you ever taken like a 2D game and remade it into a 3D one like that? Like as, as a remaster, like like remastering a 2D game like that?" And I was just like, "Well, how is this going to work? I know there's like something to do with cards, but I didn't know how that system worked. Uh, it's it's awful. Uh, <laughs> the answer is it doesn't. The answer is it doesn't work. It's a it's a dumb game. It's." What's so bizarre about the game feels like it was designed to be a free-to-play microtransaction money game. Yep. But it wasn't because it was made way before any of those were things. So none of the design choices make any sense. It all feels like these decisions were rooted in like, well, we're going to sell you card packs. But you don't... There's no card packs to buy. I can't spend money on this game. So nothing makes sense. So for those unfamiliar, instead of most Kingdom Hearts games where it is a you know, action RPG. The action is kind of contingent upon you having cards. So there's a mm-hmm. card counter in like the bottom left hand or right hand corner of the screen. You use the bumpers to like filter through your cards. And there's attack cards, magic cards, item cards. Basically anything you normally do in Kingdom Hearts is now associated with a card. And you have to play that card. When you hit the attack button X, it plays whatever card you have selected. And the enemies have cards too. And so you have to have a higher number card than your... Like if their opponent has a six and you have a two, your attack just does nothing. You have to have a higher card than them. And yeah. then there's a button to like reshuffle your deck and get all your cards back. And so the main component of the progression in the game is rooted to going to mogul shops and buying card packs with in-game money. And these card packs are random blind packs that you get. And you just have to hope that you get good cards because you have to have a deck. Like, anything below a five is you. Yeah. And yeah. as the game goes on, like, 
it's becoming like fives are getting more useless and sixes are getting more useless. So like eventually, like I'll just have to have a deck full of nines to like <laughs> for the game not to be super frustrating. And so like it's just you're just grinding enemies to get enough money to buy more card packs for moguls. And all this feels like it was designed to be microtransactions, but none what of you, that's true. What, what do you do with the cards uh, that are just like useless now? Do they just stay in your deck or can you can like can you get rid of you them? You can and... sell them. Okay. Yeah, you like yeah, you build. I mean, outside of combat, you build a deck yeah. that you're so, taking random draws from or whatever, but it's still not yeah. good. Yeah, you have to... Um, so there's only a certain amount of cards you can put in your deck. Each card has a uh, like a number on it that you have like like 300 points to spend on your deck. And like each card is like, this card's worth 20 points. And so that like, you know... So you can't equip every card you have. You have to like kind of use and build your deck. Um, mm-hmm. And then as you level up, that the amount of cards and the amount of like things you can have in your deck increases. So I mean, the ones that you don't use, you just sell, but you don't get a whole lot for the cards. So you basically just like buy a blind pack, you waste like three hundred money, and um, then maybe you'll get like one good card out of that, and then you can sell the rest of the cards that you got from the pack that are useless. You'll maybe get like fifty money from that. So mm-hmm. you don't get a whole lot from selling them, but um, that's like there's nothing else to do with them. Maybe there's a like a card synthesis component later on in the game where you like maybe can combine two weak cards into a stronger card. I if that's a thing in the game, I haven't gotten far enough to to know it. Um, the other thing I want to say about it that's also awful and feels like it was microtransactiony, but it's not, uh, is the level design. So unlike every other Kingdom Hearts game where there are designed levels, uh, everything every room in this game is randomly generated. It's procedurally generated. They were doing procedural generation way back when. Every it's just like like the Alice in Wonderland world. Like every room is just like a randomly generated square room with, with like a check, uh, checkerboard floor. Yeah, with like <laughs> different like platforms and stuff loosely based off of like the style of that world. And yeah, you just go through that. Uh, you build your so you build a room when you get to the door. You have to use a card to open. So these are different cards than your attack cards. These are room yep. cards. And yep. <laughs> so each card has a different effect on what the next room is going to be. But it's always going to be randomly generated. So you can, for instance, play a room card that will generate stronger enemies. And then you go in and the room is randomly generated. But uh, the enemies in there will be stronger and stuff. So the room cards just like modify stats of the room. But... There was never a designed room. It's always just like a randomly generated procedural thing. It, because uh, of that, they all end up basically being bad. Right, exactly. Also, what's super annoying is... Uh, so, the, uh, the moguls, for example, that sell you the cards, also have to be generated with a room card. So you have, to have, a mogul, you have to have a mogul shop room card to generate that store and make that room into a shop. And so if you, don't, if you need to buy cards and you don't have a mogul room card, you have to grind enemies until someone randomly drops a mogul room card. Hmm. Cards. Uh, yeah, and if you want to, like, if you want to just save a ton of time in your life and you're interested in getting through, there's, like, a five-hour video on YouTube of just everything important that happens in the game. Yep. Yeah, that that's, seems to be the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing, because the story in this one's actually pretty important. This is what bridges the gap. This is vitally important between one and two. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of the other games are kind of just doing their own thing, and it's like, you know, it doesn't super matter, like, what's going on. Yeah. But it's like, this one is vital. And in fact, two references it constantly. 
Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's it possible that you'll you will have just kind of um know sort of the important keys of what happens if you pay enough attention in Kingdom Hearts two. Uh, yeah, which you know, know if you're did. yeah, if you're playing any of these games, you paid enough attention. <laughs> Right. The first time I ever played through these games, I didn't know Chain Memories existed. I just I, I bought one. Smart. It was, and then I bought two, and I was like, okay, this is the next one. It's two. Wasn't that a beautiful, like, innocent very, time? <laughs> I was very confused for like the first five hours, and I just kind of pieced it together, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I I've never played it. I'd really want to play through the collection. Uh, I really wish yeah. they just cut scene this one because mm-hmm. coded. And uh, 365 divided by two days or whatever that one's called mm. are just the cutscenes. They like we, these these games suck, so we're gonna like not make you force you to play through these games. We're just yeah. gonna put this cutscene. So we're just gonna turn these into cutscenes. I really wish they had done that with Free Chain of Memories. I know why they didn't because they wanted two playable games in each collection and then one right. cutscene game. But I mean, I would have been happier if I had just gotten one playable game and two cutscene games for this collection because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to play through Chain of Memories, but I will. Um, I grinded. I, I I grinded for a while, so I think I'm pretty good now. I think I can just kind of like float. Through. Hopefully, I can just like float through the game without too much pressure. Um, outside of grinding, if you strip away like grinding, the worlds are actually very short, so you can yeah. get through each world very quickly as long as you're strong enough to beat the bosses. So, yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of almost like. Um one of the fatal flaws of a lot of RPG games and kingdom hearts is guilty of this too, where it's like, if you just, uh, mainline, like the, the main content of the game, you'll get to the final boss really quickly. And then you'll be super underleveled and get fucked up forever. Yes. I, I mean, JRPGs <laughs> have a huge problem with that yeah. in general. And it's, it pisses me off so much. I can remember so many games where I was doing fine. Like the original persona games, like I Damn. played, uh, had this problem too. Like, I was doing totally fine. Like I was doing great. And then you get to that final dungeon, that final boss is just fucking impossible. You just get and fucked like, up over and over and over yeah, again. And yeah. you, just, you have to grind so much <laughs> strong enough. It's very, it's very, very annoying. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's what I've been playing besides, besides Spider-Man. Um, so Spider-Man. you did um, on Kingdom Hearts, you did uh, one. And then this is the next one you're playing. Yeah. So, like, so are you doing them in chronological order of when they release? I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing them in order of release, uh, not chronological uh, order as far as the story goes. Right. Because that's originally Birth by Sleep would be do. first, I guess. Yes, like, kind of. So this is the weird thing because <laughs> uh, usually when I do these, I like to do them in chronological order for the story. Like when I, I did this with God of War before yeah. God of War 4 came out, I played back through them in chronological order. I did this with Metal Gear Solid uh, before 5 came out. I played back through them in chronological order. And so this was like, okay, I'll do that too. And so I looked up the timeline and the timeline is like, if you look at the timeline, it's just a bunch of bars that overlap because yep. a lot of things happen congruently to each other. And so what order to play the game is actually like really hard to tell because like so many events cross over with each it's other like that there really isn't, mm-hmm. yeah, there really isn't a way to play these chronologically. Like, well, I, I mean, Kingdom Hearts, yeah, like, like Riku's, like, um, story and chain of memories is taking place during the opening of kingdom hearts 2 yeah yes and like the sora playthrough of chain of memories has already occurred yeah uh yeah there's a lot of weird shit yeah kingdom hearts key is technically first after that 
is birth by sleep, but some of the events at the end of birth by sleep happen congruently of kingdom hearts one. Mm-hmm. And then kingdom hearts one happens, but then there's, uh, uh, you know, there's chain of memories, but while chain of memories is going on, so is 365 divided by two days, and then yeah, and then parts of Kingdom Hearts 2 happen congruently with uh, chain of memories, and then Kingdom Hearts 2 is going on, and then I don't know where Coded fits into this and stuff, and so like, and then some parts of Birth by Sleep I think actually take place at the end of the timeline, like there's like there's like a post game dungeon you can unlock that's like actually yeah. the very end of the timeline, it's like right before the prologue part of uh 2.8 hd remix so Jesus. it is it it's is some real japanese bad. bullshit basically yeah <laughs> it was too much work to try and figure out what the chronological order was so i was like you know what i'm just gonna go through the order of release that's probably going in the story anyway he's just playing through it in the order they came out um because I- the story does start relatively simple what i mean it would have been fine for them to go this is one okay this one's like two and then this one's like three even though it's garbage and like that would have been fine i think yeah yeah but i mean uh the story starts simple enough kingdom hearts one story is actually pretty pretty simple um yeah i mean compared to like i'm curious (laughs) how did you like uh early on when you name the um the ship and you have to jump from that platform to platform do you remember doing that Yeah. yeah yeah how was that uh i i, I feel really like that age like i feel like that aged like shit like that was yeah, oh, annoying yeah. to do initially yeah the platforming is really stiff it's yeah. really stiff platforming yep. i still like it a lot because that's like jumping in video games and like you unlock cool things like the high jump and the glide and stuff mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah like especially like at the beginning like platforming is so stiff and so i kept jumping and thinking like i should absolutely be hitting these platforms you just kept slipping off yep. um Good. I remember there's a there's a glide there's like a a, a zip line. You can climb mm-hmm. up this tower and take a zip line. It's the mm-hmm. fastest way to get there. It's the way you're supposed to beat Riku. But every time I would jump to it, and you sort of just would not grab the zip line. He would just like, like shoot yep. off to the side. Well, I mean, yeah. he even has issues grabbing like the ladder to get up to the zip line sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so did you hear I about really... the guy that was able to get to level 100 on the Destiny Islands? Yes, I did. And Absolute madman. Why? Why? Like, what does he gain out of that? What, what do you gain from playing any of these games? God damn it. <laughs> what satisfaction does he achieve from like, that's that's like 100 hours. He did. He did. It was like 115 hours it took him to do it or something why? like that. Yeah. Why? He's getting less than a level an hour. That's That's insane, man. Why would you do that to yourself? Just to be an absolute legend. I guess. Never I don't forget. Oh man. That's an <laughs> amount of time I cannot fathom having. It wasn't um, until this conversation that I remembered that the currency in the game is called money and then it made me laugh. M U N N Y. Yeah. The way money is supposed to be spelled, the way it makes sense. Real shit. Money. Money. But yeah, uh I I reloaded to beat Riku like a bunch cuz I really like wanted to win that tournament. Yeah. Uh that little race. I named it the uh, but the thing is though, his idea of calling it the High Wind is a good idea cuz that's yeah. like a Final Fantasy reference. Sids, so, but I, yeah. I I didn't want to just name it the thing he wanted though, so I changed it to the High Water. Come hell or high water, I will beat this race. God damn it. That's funny. So, um the gunny ship okay, I wind as named by Sora. 
Sora's High Winds. Let's see how Kingdom Hearts is. Okay. Uh, the gummy ship building mechanics in one is like so bad. It's I could not figure yes. out how to do it. <laughs> I could not figure out how to actually make a ship. The controls were so obtuse. I just kept, if you like, read the because it gives you like a, a couple journal entries or whatever on how to build like gummy construction and everything. If you read it, it doesn't, you can have it open on one screen and be making it in the other screen. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so hard. I, I remember, I remember playing it originally and trying to create this gummy ship and just going, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to put this gun here and I'm going to go play. Yep. And then yeah, I just like, it was probably like, around. you know, hours later when I had that opportunity again, I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down and learn this, figure out how it works. I feel like that's how a lot of people went, though. Yeah. Like, just yeah. go through as much as you can until you start failing, and then like, okay, I'm actually going to do this now. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I think you get through the yeah. whole game, the whole game with the original ship. That's why I did. I just I you should be able to. Yeah. The original one. What's weird though is they give you gummy ships you can't use because there's no cockpit. Yep. Like they give you a gummy ship that like looks like a cactar, but you can't fly it because there's no cockpit. Yep. Why? <laughs> just to fuck around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how long did it take you to beat the first Kingdom Hearts? And then, what's your track on this one? Because I don't think you're going to be able to beat them all in time. Show uh, that's a good question. I don't think I will, but I'm going to try. Um, so I am playing. I remember when I was playing these. I first time I played King of Hearts was in high school, mm. and what I remember was that the final boss was really fucking hard in yep. both King of Hearts one and two. I just remember that being like hair pullingly difficult. Each one's got like three layers to beat. Yeah, and so I had a rule. I was like, I. If I've played the game before, I'm playing it in, on easy mode this time. Yes. Because I'm just here for the mm -hmm. prove. I already beat these games the regular way. Unfortunately, Chain of Memories, I have to play on normal because I've never played that one before. But like one, two, or if I sleep, I'm going to play all those easy mode. So I played Kingdom Hearts 1 easy mode, and I beat it in 25 hours. So That's pretty quick. I imagine, yeah, it, it's not too bad. I, have mentioned, I remember that game being like 40 hours. I don't think there's any universe where that game is 40 hours. It's 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 a pretty quick game, but you can probably add like 10 hours for you know at most like if you play it in normal difficulty. So I think that game's probably around like a 30, 32, maybe 35 hour long game mm -hmm. to play on normal, and then you know 25 if you're going uh, uh, easy mode. And I mean that was main story plus some extras. I got all the Dalmatians, yeah. but I didn't get all the yeah. Trinities and I didn't do like all the mini games and stuff. So there's not too many side quests in that game anyway. So there's not a whole lot, but uh, mm. yeah, I mean um, that was, you know, main story plus a little bit of extras. Okay. And chain of memories. I am five to six hours into, uh, and I'm on, I'm only on the, uh, the third world. That's when uh, I quit. I, like at, at like three hours in, I was like, "Okay, I get it." <laughs> okay, no, I'm gonna beat it. I'm I'm here for the long haul. Uh, but I'm flying now, so as long as I what what fucked me up was uh, the one of the bosses in uh, Alice in Wonderland world, uh, the ones where you're fighting all the cards. Mm. The plane was small, and what's here's the other thing that's fucking frustrating about Chain of Memories is the goddamn uh, there is no iframes. So at any point, if you get hit during an animation, your attack is canceled. Yep. So you're fighting uh, in a really small environment when she when you fight the deck of cards from the queen, the queen's cards, and I, there was just there was like so many enemies in such a small space. I had no room to do like any of my animation. Mm -hmm. 
kept getting interrupted and I just, I kept dying. And so I had to grind to get my health bar up and I had to grind to get better cards. So like that had like quicker animations and stuff. Like I figured out yeah. which attacks had the quickest animation. And then I grinded to get high level cards for that attack. And then that took me forever. And yeah. then finally I got done with that. Like five hours in, I was like, cool. I got like a bunch of, got a bunch of high level cards. My health bar is super long. This is, should no longer be a problem. And I get through it. But now I feel like I'm probably a little over leveled to where I should be. So I think I'll hopefully just be able to fly through maybe like a world or two before I like hit a grind again. So yeah, I'm hopeful that uh, it won't be too long. Uh, a great resource uh, for you and your viewers, uh, if they don't already know about this, is howlongtobeat.com. You guys yep. familiar with this? Yep. yep. Yeah. Love howlongtobeat.com. Uh, howlongtobeat.com says that Rechain Memories is 20 hours. So I'm hoping that's true. And if that I'm like, what? what's uh, five hours out of 20? What is that, like one-fifth of the way through? Uh, yeah. One-fourth? Fourth. Fifth? Yeah. Quarter. I don't know how math works. <laughs> Uh, okay. that's simple division. I should be able to figure that out very easily, but I can't. <laughs> um, so oh, cool. yeah, gets every time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully it's not too bad, but after that, I get that sweet 365 divide by two movie that I get to sit back and watch. Yeah. It's like uh, uh, four hours. Yeah. That's going to be a joy though. To like not have to play through that one. Just like watch, sit back and yeah. watch that cut, cut scenes. Because I, I remember I actually played that one back, way back in the day on the DS. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of people really... played that one and it was like, okay, I'm not playing any more of these like off-brand <laughs> right. Kingdom Hearts games because these it are pure shit. Yeah, it wasn't awful. I think I heard Recoded was worse. Uh, and it's, yeah, I would that's play, true. I would play 360 for Chain of Memories uh, any day. Like, for sure. 365 is a better game than Chain of Memories. Um, if anything, they should just switch those. Yeah. Um, which one they made into cutscene, which one you got to play. But um, I remember I really liked the story for that one because you get to meet most, uh, or not, if not all, of the Organization 13 members. Mm -hmm. And I just found so many of those people fascinating because by the time you get to two, a lot of them are just dead. I mean, spoilers. Right. But like, a, lot of them die, a lot of them die off screen, and that pissed me off. I was like, what? No, they like, seem so yeah. I'm really excited for three. It seems like everyone's back, and I don't know how, but it seems like everyone's back. It's Kingdom Hearts. Who, who fucking knows? <laughs> yeah. It's probably a prequel. Kingdom <laughs> 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 Hearts 3 is canonically like right after Key or whatever. Right before the original Metal Gear. Right, oh, that's it. <laughs> Snake! Snake! Um, they're going right. to worm their way on into that. Uh, real quick before we uh, move on, uh, just like a quick If you have one world uh, Disney property that is not currently announced for Kingdom Hearts 3, but you would like Inking and Hearts 3, what would it be? Interesting. Star Wars. I, that's an easy answer. I don't think that's accurate, though. What do you mean? I don't know if it would, if Star Wars would actually be good. Oh, I would hate, I would hate it. I, would I feel like it would be bad. It. it would be... It's just not Disney enough. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. don't want Star Wars. I don't want Marvel. Marvel They're not yeah. Up. Enough. Um, and in, up, in the up world, everybody you love dies. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be brutal. Uh, yeah, I, don't I, know, I feel like I feel like for me, I feel like they've hit a lot of the things that, like, yeah. Toy Story was a really big one mm -hmm. for me. So that would have been the one that I had said. I've been Cars. Jungle Book World forever. I'm never getting that. They did Jungle Book. 
Oh, Jungle Book. I was thinking Tarzan. Yeah, it was Tarzan. I actually really like the Tarzan, the Tarzan world. Point out two differences between Tarzan and Jungle Book. Uh, one's got a talking cat and bear duo, buddy cop. Uh, the actual answer Rosie is one's O'Donnell. in Africa and one's in uh, India, right? I have no idea. I believe that's um, correct. I think that is correct, though. Um, the uh, Oh, and the other one I actually thought would be really interesting. This one's not going to make... I mean, there's two that would be great Kingdom Hearts worlds, but they're not going to make it in because those properties were not popular enough. Mm. But I mean... Um, uh, just such a great Kingdom Hearts world. And um, I also think Hunchback of Notre Dame would be really cool, too. But I mean, neither uh, of yeah, them are popular think enough to make it in. It'd be uh, sick to just run around the Notre Dame Cathedral, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And, I, um, yeah, just trying another, to think of I want to see another musical level. Like oh, okay. uh, Atlantica or whatever. Right, like like what they did for Atlantis in in yeah. uh, in, in uh, King Wars 2. Right. Brent, it'd be nice if there were mini worlds. Like, it doesn't have to be... Because the worlds in King Wars 3 are so big and, like, expansive mm-hmm. and, like, open-world environments. And, like, not every property is going to lend itself to that. Like, Notre Dame doesn't need to be a giant, like, Open world of Paris, like it could yeah. just be the cathedral, and I'd be so happy with that. It it's just Assassin's out. Creed, uh, what's, yeah. what's, uh Unity, <laughs> but with Sora running around. Their faces are yeah. all flipped and inverted. And Jesus. <laughs> I, I honestly cannot believe there's not a Cars world. I'm shocked. I don't really like Cars. Nobody likes Cars. Yeah, I don't. I don't like Cars that much either. I'm so I'm I'm grateful there isn't. But yeah, yeah. it's such a popular. It's such a, such a popular brand. I think because that would like that would have to be just a racing world, right? Like Sora would just turn into a car, yeah, and that would have to be a, like a little racing mini game. Goofy would turn into Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, um, yeah, I love going in on changing the character models to fit the worlds. Monster Goofy and Monster Donald are, are so funny to me. Yep. Um, but anyway, we can we can move on. <laughs> cool all right yeah i mean we're definitely um so yeah i've, I've been of course playing spider-man because i'm not an idiot uh-huh. um it's pretty great so we're gonna dig into that but the other thing i've been uh kind of touching on which i can already tell this is gonna deeply fuck me up uh i've been playing dragon age origins again uh-huh. um so i got all of the uh they're all backwards compatible now on xbox one all the dragon age games oh cool uh and all their dlcs so i have all the games and dlcs um i already like owned them, I just had to unlock the digital version of the game um, for one and two. So I went ahead and did that. Uh, I'm playing so through Origins. Do you, do you so you just pop in the disc and it's like, cool, you own this, and so it gives you the download prompt. No, if if you have the disc, then you just play it off disc. Um, oh, okay. And it remembers all your purchases of DLCs and things like that. Um, oh, whoa, that's that's actually and pretty impressive. I don't want the discs because I don't want the ability to ever not have it. <laughs> so I got them digital. I mean, like, you know, if Microsoft takes it away, I guess they'll take it away, but it wouldn't work on disc at that point, anyways, either. So, um, but yeah, so I, I got them digitally, so I always have access to them and I can move them on different consoles and shit as whatever happens. Um, so yeah, I've been playing that. It's uh, it runs great. This thing does not like hiccup for a second. Like, I, on the 360, it used to. There could, there could be some little moments of interruptions when there was a lot of shit going on in the game. And uh, it's been running really great. Uh, it's it, I would really like a HD uh, remaster, but I can live with it not having that. Yeah, yeah I, I would actually really... I would really be interested in uh, an HD remaster. You could do one and two with all DLCs, remaster, charge 60 bucks for it. Yeah, I'd probably buy yeah, that. Yeah, me too. 
EA is weird about their remasters, though. They mm -hmm. only remastered Burnout Paradise because I thought a remastered trilogy of Mass Effect was a lock, and it never happened. Nope. They will, they'll re-release it a hundred times, but... They haven't. Uh, They've, there is no way to play Mass Effect on current-gen systems unless it's, like, backwards compatible or something. Yeah, on Xbox, like, you can. They're, mm -hmm. they're all backwards. Yeah, but there was never, like, any kind of re-release on modern systems. That's so weird because that one's so, like, huh. such a no-brainer. Because there's a yeah. trilogy collection on the PS3 that even includes mm -hmm. the first one. Yep. Um, it's like, why? And, like, yeah, it's just EA is just, like, weird about doing a remaster. On PC, there's some really good uh, fan mods that up it and uh, that's cool. fix some shit, of course. I mean, that's true of every game, probably. <laughs> and I, um, I was looking into this. So the reason EA doesn't really like doing remasters is because they're afraid it's, like, looks bad. It looks like they're out of ideas. Oh my god! Seriously? As if EA doesn't already fucking look like it's out of ideas. Yeah, they're... that's what you're worried about. They use one you fucking engine. <laughs> you of all people, that's so funny. Jesus Christ! It's well, I mean, we might hear that. something about that because um, uh, the Kingdoms of Amalur license was acquired by Deep Silver, right? Yep. No, um, or... Nordic. Nordic, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, which. Might as well be the That's, same thing. Crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That's well, yeah, crazy yeah. that they it, bought that. Well, yeah, Deep Silver was originally in the in the works, and then they acquired Deep Silver, so they just continued doing the uh, license right. uh, deal. But yes. um, yeah, so uh, they said that they would not be able to make a HD remake unless EA signs off on it, which they won't. Whoa! Oh, so EA published. Mm -hmm. So EA is publishing rights to Amalur still. The original, yeah, yeah. They still they still own the publishing rights but, for the first game. It was in perpetuity. Huh. So, but Nordic huh. owns the property, and like I look at it, mm. I was like, if anybody, if there, like, if there's a game that you want, like a sequel to, or you know, something a like retry. that, yeah, like a retry, like I, I don't know how it works if you try to do like, um, not a remaster or a remake, but like a like a reboot of a title. I don't You'll know how do that. that works. I don't know the legalities of them doing that and getting around EA. But if there's anyone that's going to do some shit like that and make the you know sequel or whatever of the game that you want, it's going to be THQ Nordic because they make yep. everything. Always, THQ all the Deep time. Nordic. Who else did they acquire? <laughs> Just put all the names together into one big one. Yeah. I well, Deep Silver owned another company. Um, yeah. Deep Silver was just a publishing arm. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at what all THQ Nordic owns, and we're all okay. gonna collectively shit. But yeah, let's go ahead and start digging into um, uh, Spider Man. Okay. Yeah. Well, the first thing that thing about Amalur. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. So, I, I to me, there is no value in that purchase. There is no cachet behind the King of Amalur IP. Why would? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, dude. That I mean, first of all, they really probably got it really cheap. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, you know, they, uh, like, they weren't, when, when the uh, original company was going out of business, uh, 38 Studios, they weren't able to sell the, the, the license for the game. Like, they, they weren't offered a dollar. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. like, it, it was so, like, tainted by the fall of this company and, like, the fact that it, you know, ended up, which taking down silly. Kurt Schilling of all people, which is really weird. Well, I, I mean, it was all bad investments. Like, but I mean, the the property was 
good. The game was. I mean, they way overspent on it. I mean, they went out. They went all out. They had like top tier developers that they brought out of retirement. And they paid a massive premium for. They had fucking. Um, God damn it! I broke my breakaway again. I keep doing this. Um, they uh they paid um, R. A. Salvador to write the like story and some of the world information and stuff. Like, I mean, they went all out. It was mega expensive. And but, uh, you know, it's like they went under. That's done. Look, it's already set up. Like, why not? Yeah, but I mean, you know, continue? it's tough because like it, it's hard to say like if the assets survived like did somebody did somebody make a folder that's like all of our art assets well i mean you know i mean the, the art assets really don't matter to be honest like yeah, you can always yeah you, you're gonna get new artists anyway yeah so as but long I mean, as they're taking true, inspiration get, from the original everything i mean uh, well, king but, of Amalur is just a dnd a custom dnd setting i mean right, dragon, yeah, that's, that's what dragon age is that's what everything is so there's right. there's it's not unique what they're really buying, I guess, is the lore and the story. Like, is that right? And the name played it was in the name, but like the name doesn't have any any pull. Like, no one like that game did terribly. So, like, yeah, I agree. I mean, there's a very small group of people. Who it was a cult like, hit. Oh, yeah, it's a cult hit. Yeah. yeah. And so, the only reason that that game came out is because they were trying to get funding to make an MMO of that universe, which is definitely oh. not going to happen nowadays. No, for sure not. It just yeah. seems like. It would have been it's a weird person. I mean, to make a new original like fantasy world. Deep Silver is just trying to become really massive. Um, or uh, sorry, THQ Nordic, whatever it's the same company. But um, they're, they're, they're just they're just growing. Like, um, they're part of their deal is that they've been really doing a ton of uh, of uh, remasters. Sure. Um, you know, they have that third Darksiders coming out now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they 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 own Black Forest Games, Experiment One Hundred One, Fox Club Studios, Grimlore Games, Handy Games, Illusions Entertainment, Coke Media, which has Deep Silver. They bought the parent company because Deep Silver wouldn't sell. Um, Mirage Game Studios, Pieces Interactive, and Rainbow Studios. Um, so Coke Media had Deep Silver, Ravens Court Games, and Coke Films. So Deep Silver can start making movies now if they want to. That's fun. Hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. And they bought the majority of THQ's holdings. Right. So um, they have a lot of licensing and power. Um, Yeah. Just, I think one of my big things is like with this, with um, the kingdoms of Amalar. I mean, I've noticed the upswing in the past, like five years of people who were like, it's cool to play D and D. Mm-hmm. People who have never played before, which is good because it, you know, that's all revenue. Yeah, and you know, titles like this, I think, kind of like lend to that. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I wonder how this game would do if it were to get like remastered or rebooted or whatever. It'd be interesting yeah. to see. Yeah, I don't know. That is, uh, I mean. They they probably are just trying to lock down anything that's similar that of some stuff they want to do, or if they had former employees that worked on it, mm-hmm. that they're like, hey, remember this shit? You guys could like pitch us some stuff on this now that we own the license if you want to. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I guess like Lore's like takes a long time to write and stuff, and so like if you just buy the mm-hmm. property, like you already have like, well, this world's already set up, so there's yeah, less kind of production yeah. you have to do, and especially and like like you said, if it has someone in the 
you know, you have someone already in the workplace that, you know, might have worked on it right. or whatever. That's what I that's what I figured cuz they also, I mean, not only did they I mean, they're out here acquiring studios, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're doing both yeah. studios and properties. So, they yeah. they probably employ a lot of people that worked on it. Um that's probably the main reason why. Cuz people are like, yeah. "Hey, I know the guy that has custodial control of the license. You could probably get it for like $5,000." <laughs> so I'm I mean, sure why not that's what I was saying I'm, I remember when when that, that whole shit was going down I was like yo dude you know what we should do is we should just get together like 200 bucks and offer <laughs> to like buy <laughs> yeah. the license I remember that we should we could still do it with we could still do it with Gex yeah Gex is ready to go dude PlayStation is begging for another Gex game <laughs> a crystal dynamics or what the fuck ever Austin, I do remember you talking about that, like that you were saying yeah. that you should just buy Kings of Avalar because you probably could. You should yeah. have done it, man. THQ would have paid you big. Damn, I could have got like I could have made like forty five percent back on it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, fucking Captain Hindsight over here. Holy shit! Um, cool. Um, so yeah, yeah. What else have you been playing other than uh, Spider Man? Yeah, just basically, uh, like I haven't had a ton of game time uh, since I was doing a bit of traveling, but I. Finished up, and I'm just continuing to stay caught up and current with um, uh, the Fortnite season. I don't know if I will next season, mm-hmm. but um, it's been pretty fun. Uh, like I think I had said previously, yeah. it's you know I, I, I like the game. Um, like some of the game's mechanics, there's some things that kind of yeah piss me off, of course, but um, yeah, it's fun. It'd be it'd be fun with. A full group of dedicated players, but right, uh, yeah, I I don't have that many friends. <laughs> it's kind of tough. Like I know people that have like whole crews that get together and play like almost every day, and I'm like, dude, don't you don't you like play anything else? Yeah, you know. So I mean, th- this is kind of what I've been playing in my off time. Um, mm-hmm. Like Spider Man's been definitely at the forefront, so. Um, yeah, I think we'll just talk about Spider-Man for a bit. Um, trying we to definitely keep, got opinions on that shit. Yeah, trying to keep the, um, we'll keep the spoilers to a minimum, like, basically mm-hmm. up to a certain part. If you played, like, the game at all, you know, you'll be fine. Yeah, if you like, um, I don't know. <laughs> if you haven't played the game at all and you absolutely don't want to hear anything, it's already too late and you're an idiot, so... <laughs> I don't feel bad about that. I mean, like, it, it's been out for, what, it, it came out on the 8th, on the 7th? Yeah. It's been over a week. Like, anybody who absolutely has to know right away already knows. It already outsold God of War. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like everybody who has to know right now has already gotten into it. Hopefully. Yes. Talking about any game stuff or anything like that because I mean you haven't mm. even beaten it. We're just kind of talking about the game right. in general. So I mean, because I was like total media blackout, but I that was a day one purchase for me. You know what I mean? So I right. feel like anyone right. would be that sensitive about spoilers would have already at least started it. So right, right, right. So um, yeah, I mean, so you guys both beat it, right? Yes. Yes. And I'm about uh, I don't know, I'm like a maybe a quarter or a third of the way through something yeah, you're like a that. Third, I would say that's a third of the way through. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I guess they revealed, like, uh, it revealed Mr. Negative to me, which uh, everybody knew ahead of time because they had talked about that before, I think. Sure. Um, anybody who followed uh, some of the some of the 
the marketing and so the marketing the pre-release stuff um but yeah i mean uh overall i think the game is really good i've had a lot of fun like traversal was amazing um yeah i can't i'm not like super efficient with my traversal yet like i have a little bit of difficulty in some of the chase missions like it it takes me a minute to catch them i i don't fail but it just takes me a while longer than it should it feels so good to get better at swinging like oh yeah you can feel yourself getting better yeah 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 Yeah. like once you start doing a lot of like point boosts and Mm -hmm. really get start getting your speed up um you can feel yourself getting better at it and yeah you do get little things later on that help you like if you land on the ground you can like spring up quick and go Mm -hmm. um you know it just like those are the things that i feel like really lend to you getting better it's it's almost it's like an illusion yeah yeah. But um, you do get more efficient as well, so you just get familiar with the controls, of course. Yeah, so it's it is really good to like just kind of cruise around and and like I'll just go, I'll wait for a main mission to pop up, and then on the way there, I'll do like three crimes. I'll hit a base. I'll do a research mission. I'll catch a dove. Um, it just feels so good to like roll around the city. And the, and they knew that too for sure because they were like. Well, you know, at certain points of the story, if you do a mission, it's like, well, I don't have anything to do. I guess I'll just go mess around. Mm-hmm. And, and they kind of, like, yeah, they do awesome. that on purpose, but it does, like, it pops up the next mission for you pretty quick. It's not really yeah. super annoying or anything. But it's still enough time for you to go, like, oh, yeah. like, here's, like, two crimes that I, you know, knocked out. I know I need, like, mm-hmm. one more thug mission in this yeah. area or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it makes the game... I tried... I think what we were, a few of us were talking about is, you know, it, this is like such an easy coasting game. Like you mm-hmm. can just play the game. It's um, paced extremely can, well. You can do everything that you want to do. Like if you want to go for every trophy or, you know, whatever, um, mm-hmm. you can do all of that. I think there's like maybe one small thing that you really have to go out of your way to do. And I mean, th- I mean, it's just like taking photos. So, yeah. so I, I tried to RP as much as I could when I was playing. I never went out of my way for anything uh, mm-hmm. because the, the story is pretty urgent. So is, there are yeah. times right. where they just kind of like it calms down for a little bit. But for the most part, it's like, Peter, I need you to come on yeah. emergency. And so it'd feel weird if I spent like an hour just picking up backpacks around town. So I only picked up stuff that was directly in my path to get to the next objective. And I still got everything before the halfway point. So, yeah, I mean, so like it's the stuff is very contused. Like it's uh, it's it's very. uh, Yeah, like everything is placed in a way that's like you're naturally going to wander upon this stuff anyway. You don't really have to go your way for this stuff. Mm. And then so there's been. um, and I love it too. I actually like really enjoy the collectibles in this game and the side quests and stuff. Um, I don't think it's too much because it does two things. Like they have lore and mm. they also are conducive to the, um, to the traversal mechanics. So I love looking for backpacks because yeah. when I find them, there's a little lore bit. You press triangle and he tells you a story about whatever you found in there. Yeah. And then like sometimes you gotta like you get to the point and you hear like the beeping and you kind of gotta look around a little bit. And it's always like on a wall that you gotta zip to or like up underneath some arches. Yeah, yep. so yeah. they're always kind of like cool to get to. I love taking pictures because that's like 
that's contextual. It makes sense. Peter Parker's a photographer. Mm-hmm. And like it helps you learn about for someone like me who's not ne- life. I've been in New York once when I was eight. I'm not familiar with that city whatsoever. I wouldn't yeah. know what most of those buildings are. So like when he takes that's the um that's the big theater. I saw a comedy show there once. It's like, oh cool, now I know that. That's the thing I learned mm-hmm. because like I'm exploring the city and then it helps with all the other Marvel Easter eggs too. It's like I wouldn't know what the Wakandan embassy looked like off the top of my head. Like right. you made a note of it. I'm like, oh cool, that's write that down as the thing that's already happened in this universe because mm-hmm. he's in Spider-Man for eight years, like other stuff has happened, but I'm not sure what. Um and then the other thing is um uh, I love chasing after those pigeons because it's like <laughs> you like you got to get good at web slinging to chase right. to get the cast those pigeons. It's fun. It's uh it's like a good challenge. It challenges your web slinging, and I really really like that. Yeah, this so. super fast. Yeah. I, I have yeah. a fantastic photo of me like cradling one of them after I caught it. That's cool. <laughs> really? it, it, yeah, it's a great photo. <laughs> Dope. I was like I was like that time Spider Man met pigeon from Mike Tyson's Mysteries. Hmm. that's funny yeah yeah it's um i mean i've been having a, a a blast with it and i'm not super big on like like if a game is open world that's not necessarily a plus to me like i know a lot of people are like oh i just want these massive games that i can play for 600 hours i like the more like brief but um i don't know how do i want to describe it like focused games like i had a huge blast with donut county the whole game's like two hours. And it's like the levels do not randomize. There is exactly this number of levels and that's it. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it because it's like, I played this game. I got it. I can play it again if I want to. And I know what I'm doing, you know? Uh, but this yeah. one is a really well-made uh, large open world. Um, yeah. It uh, doesn't feel checklisty. Like, it, like right. my problem with a lot of open worlds. Yeah. Is it just, I think Assassin's Creed syndicate was like the peak of my frustration. Mm-hmm. because there were so many arbitrary fucking collectibles <sighs> you collected mm-hmm. beer bottles pressed flowers fucking all sorts of shit that's like why why am i going around collecting yep. beer bottles i don't understand the context of this it's never brought up in the story it's never contextualized it's like these characters and stuff is just a weird arbitrary thing and there's so fucking yeah. many of them this Wait. one there's only a couple there's only a couple of each thing there's not a whole like there's only 55 backpacks it's not that much you get them pretty quick Mm-hmm. there's a reason you're getting them there's a reason you're picking them up like and it's not like a giant a like fucking chore to go get them either yeah exactly and there's you know? not yeah you're not doing it endlessly and endlessly there's... yeah you can just kind of ping and you can see exactly where yeah. it's at okay there's yeah. one right over there i'm not gonna get that i don't need that right now like it, it's never, so easy to make those kind of decisions you never have to look up a guide mm-hmm. nope. ever so yeah that's very good and, and that's rare nowadays yeah i would say yeah Open world, um, right. very, so, very well done. Open world, I think. So, I mean, we've kind of said a lot of things that we really like liked about the game. Uh, mm. What, what do you guys like? I have a pretty big grape um, for me, but mm-hmm. I, I was interested to hear if you guys had anything um, um, that just I have, bothered you. I have two. I have um, I, I have a couple small gripes. Um, I think uh, so. There's a uh, you. Austin, where there's uh, the base clearing missions, like the Fisk mm-hmm. missions and the Demon missions. Mm-hmm. Um, you, there's a couple more that unlock later in the game. Uh, there's just like a few too many of those. Um, yeah, I agree like, with that. 
there there's yeah they could have done with like maybe two less of each or something like that um I, then i don't know i can personally i kind of like like i liked those missions just because yeah. they were the they were the thing that um made me actually restart once or twice you know oh. it, it, it actually gave me a pretty um a little bit of a challenge those okay. are the yeah, hardest combat true. encounters in the game yeah, right, right, and that's why I think I like yeah. why I like them. So, yeah, I mean they they are good challenge rooms. They like if you compare it to the Arkham franchise, they're basically um, mm-hmm. the uh, um, you know the challenge rooms in those games were like in a separate menu. These are just like integrated into the world map, which I like more. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, but I mean that's not a huge gripe. And every mm-hmm. time it was just near the end, I was yeah. like, all right, let me let me see about these. Um, but my my uh, biggest complaint I don't have many complaints about this game. This game is like a nine point five for me. This is like I, yeah. I fucking loved it. Um, the boss fight, every the boss, the strategy for every boss fight is um, use the regular web R one web them up triangle punch 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 like dodge yep. until your web charge refills. Like you can do that yep. for every boss fight. So yep. there's like I in how you take down bosses. I think that's something the Arkham franchise did really well. Each boss fight was really unique and interesting. And they do do uni- you interesting stuff with some of the boss fights later on, but like when you boil it down, every boss fight is solved the same way. Mm-hmm. And I could use more variety there. That's pretty much my only complaint. Um, the last thing, and this isn't really like I don't know if this is a complaint. This is more just like my own personal frustration. Uh, when you unlock the challenge tokens, uh, the, the challenges, uh, it is super hard to get gold, and you have to get gold in all of them to unlock everything. And I have mm-hmm. no idea how you get gold. Well, like, I think I can't it's get gold on any of them. I think it's seventy five percent. I didn't get gold on all of them. I actually left all of the drone okay. missions. Um, okay. Because, like, I got silver on the drone missions, but I was like, <laughs> I am like, yeah. I sat down one time to play and started doing the drone mission, and I got so frustrated by trying to get gold. I was like, no, those are the ones that I'll leave. Yeah. I'll do all of the combat. I'll do all of the stealth. Yeah. yeah. Screw those so drone even, missions. Yeah. That's not even a complaint. My complaint can't be this thing is too hard. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> right. Like, for me, that for me that will be a point of frustration, but that's not really a mark against the game. Um, but that's about it, man. What's uh, what about you? What was what, what's what gripe you got? Uh, yeah, personally, my biggest thing that I had a problem with was the like gadget wheel. It feels mm-hmm. so clunky to get into that every time you want to switch. Like I'm like, okay, so I want to web up this big guy, but first I want to shoot this. Um, you know, I want to you know shoot a gadget at mm-hmm. the floor to cause a web explosion, and then I want yeah. to swing in and hit. And every time you have to hold the button and like select around the wheel. And I yeah. had this problem with like wanting to use the right stick to select, and it's the left stick. Yep. Um. So. I would constantly be like, okay, well, I'm going to web this guy. And then I would like blast them all backwards. And like, oh, okay, I was pressing the wrong stick, obviously. It just felt a little, um, the wheel felt dated that I couldn't, sure. like, I don't know. It feels like it would have went better to have, um, like, maybe the directional pad mm-hmm. or something. Sure. Well, that's what I was really thinking. I, yeah, like, you should be able to shortcut two of them to left and right on the D-pad. Because left and right on the D-pad is not used at all. Oh, that's so, really like, weird. Right. If you could have assigned two of them to be short mm-hmm. and then the weapon wheel for the rest of them, like I think that would have been probably the best case scenario. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I agree. And that was my biggest complaint. I was like, it's not game-breaking, but it's game-frustrating. Mm-hmm. 
It, yeah, it yeah. frustrates me. It frustrated me so much at the yeah. um, at the end while trying to do some of the challenges. Mm-hmm. That that mm-hmm. that was my biggest complaint. Yeah. Um, I, Question: Does does it add to your time? Because the world slows down when you're in the weapon wheel, but for the challenge, does that count as part of the ticking clock to get gold, or I does think, I think the it does. clock slow down? I think. Well, I think it slows down, but okay, um, all right. But it's still frustrating because when you start a challenge, especially yeah. a combat challenge, um, mm-hmm. you like after you play so long, you're like, I know what I want to do, and I want to gadget, you know, the floor here, here, and here, and yeah, you want to switch to that. So first, right as soon as you start, it's like three, two, one. You have to hold the button, switch to what you want, aim, shoot, you know, wherever you want. Like if you want to shoot two or three, um, like. Yeah. things on the floor or whatever. Um, and then you have to switch back to the other the regular web mm-hmm. and then you get to go in. And by that time, someone's already has their like crosshairs on you and they're already shooting you. Yeah. 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 So it's like, it, it feels dated. And I will say, I mean, there are a few things in this game that do feel like, like, um, like mission wise just feels a little dated. But the game's so crisp, I just ignore. Like I can like fully ignore it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it it's so fun to like. I can forgive almost everything for them just allowing me to swing around New York. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I was, I was going to mention that same thing that like the a lot of the gadgets I just don't find myself using them because like Spider Man already works so well as he is. I guess. Yeah. Right. Um, like you don't need the gadgets almost ever except for like electrocuting junction boxes um you know little like sort of contextual shit like that yeah um yeah i almost never used any gadgets either i mean i'm really just like webbing dudes up and triangling to them (laughs) it really does make things a lot faster i think like for the challenge tokens like i'm gonna need to get good of those because some of them really Mm -hmm. do speed up combat they do yeah you can like you can web bomb alone yeah you can web bomb and then um I don't know. There, there's like a a series of events depending on the challenge that I found myself using. Um, mm-hmm. There's one gadget that allows everyone to like be held in like a stasis up in the air. Oh, damn. And I'll yeah. use that, and then I'll use the thick web, and I'll just they're all up in the air. I'll just stick them to walls, the like <laughs> the heavy shot web, and that'll take down like four people. Yeah. The, the yeah, impact yeah. web, you mean? Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. 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 Um, That's pretty dope. But you have yeah, to, yeah, you have to get good at that. There's one thing that I never like changed. It's mm-hmm. it's so weird to me. I don't know why. I watched it and I looked at every single one of them. But when you get a new suit, you usually get a new suit power. Yep. Never swapped. Whole game. Did you just so use good. the uh, accelerated uh, adrenaline booster or whatever? Yep. Whole game. Okay, I've been using the web blossom. Constantly. Yeah. And that's what um, that's what Pasty Pasta Man said too. He's like, I, I like the like, web blossom a lot. That's the one I he's like, that's the one I switched to, and I haven't switched from that one yep. since changing from focus. Yeah. Uh, I think the one that builds up focus is incredibly useful. Like it gives me like clutch like healing and infinite healing, yeah, automatic yeah. knockouts, yeah. But uh I'll tell you why I never switched is because I didn't know about that feature. Because <laughs> the the I, the alternate suits aren't canon. 
so I never wanted to use them. I never. Oh, uh, you were always just the advanced spider or whatever. Yes, because yeah, it made no sense to me. I didn't want to be in a cutscene with this weird alternative noir suit or some shit. <laughs> it was like, I was like, I will unlock those suits at the end of the game when it doesn't matter anymore. But when God agreed, story, that I, I am not changing out of the canon suit. Like it would yeah. fuck up the context for me. So I never did that. So I never bought another suit. Mm. And so I. <laughs> That you could, I could have bought a suit and switched the power out, and then like still worn the advanced suit. Mm -hmm. So I thought, like, oh, I I read that each one came with a power. I was like, oh, that's cool. But like, I didn't know you could swap the powers out to whatever suit you wanted. So I just never bought any suits. And then after I finished everything in the game, I started going back and buying the suits. You were like, like, holy shit, I love these. Yeah, these would have been helpful, but it's okay. There are definitely um, some. There's definitely some cool ones that I like. I'm still going to go back and probably play with a little bit when I mm-hmm. uh, sit down next. But yeah, I've just been kind of popping between suits. Um, I, I I didn't. Um, I played with the main suit, like you said, um, until they gave me like you. You got the main suit, and then you got the or well, you start with the. It was the tattered suit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you start with the regular suit, and then it gets tattered. Yeah, and then I switched. It. I switched back to the regular, the the regular suit, not even the new, mm-hmm. uh, the new updated one. I, I played okay. with that one for a while until I got the punk one, and then I was like, "Well, it's eight years. Uh, you know, he, he's he's had his time. He's he's a little angsty now and angsty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I played with the punk suit like the whole game. That's cool. Uh, props, props to Insomniac for making what I think is like one of the coolest spider-man suits ever like i love the advanced suit i actually think oh, yeah. the regular spider-man suit is ugly in comparison mm. like I oh yeah the white spider and the knuckles and everything is so cool it's so cool man i tried to switch really back came to, like, together the original suit for a little bit and i was like oh this is yeah. lame like i don't yeah. like this anymore yeah, <laughs> i agree the white spider is so cool i love it yeah there's and also the uh, and i don't think it i I wouldn't call it a spoiler. Uh, everyone's probably seen a picture of the like, almost like cartoony cell shaded suit. Oh yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that one's really cool. I put that on for one, uh, one cutscene, and then I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> it's yeah. still, it's still probably my favorite suit just because it makes me laugh. Yeah. But yeah, it looks so good. It looks awesome. But if like. Yeah. It would be cool if you switch to that and like it would be a, a ton of like extra whatever. But if the game kind of changed it, you know, oh, it, it put it, like it, a cell tune skin on everything. Yeah, yeah. It and <laughs> that, that, cool. that would have been that would have been kind of cool. But um, yeah, I understand why they didn't. Yeah, I I, I totally um, get that. It'd be hard as fuck. I don't know if actually I, that would have been cool. I don't know if it's uh, I'm sure it's a good amount of work. But I mean, other games have done it like Uncharted. You can flip on all sorts of filters. So right, I'm sure right. there's a way. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's a way that's not, like, redoing every asset, you know. I think there's mm-hmm. probably, like, they could probably rig a filter to kind of, like, be a fix-all. It probably wouldn't be perfect, but, you know, it's a novelty, so it doesn't need to be. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe the sequel. It's just, like, he, he kind of, like, he stuck out so much <laughs> if you wore that suit. Like, I saw one of, yeah. um, like, I think... Uh, Spider-Man got knocked down and he was laying on the ground. He was just laying on the ground and it was just this this weird animated person with all these enemies that look normal around him. And I was like, this is great. Yeah. This is yeah. this is the world we live yeah. in now. Um but yeah, I, I got through the whole game. Would be, 
And uh, at the very end, I was like, okay, so the, you know, the the platinum uh, is going to pop. And I waited a second, and it didn't. I was like, what, what is happening? Uh, it turns out the last thing, I, for some reason, I bought every suit as I was playing the game. And they gave me two suits kind of close to the same time, and I skipped the first one. Mm. So there was one suit just uh. right in the middle. It's like... Um, it, it's a it's about at the halfway point. I think it's just after you buy the uh, you get the punk suit or whatever. Um, okay. And it, it was just I don't know. I felt kind of stupid after after looking at it. I was like, oh, well, that kind of deflated that. I expected the credits to roll and then it'd be like, ping. <laughs> nope. That's weird. Yeah. Were you were you not like tipped off that you never got a trophy for getting all the suits? No, I thought I did. I fully thought that I had already got that trophy. Oh. Oh, I didn't. Okay. I didn't look at the trophies. Um, uh, I didn't look at the trophies at all. Um, so I, I don't know. I yeah. just. I kind of found I, everything as I uh, as I went along. Um, I think the biggest thing that I'll say is, you know, use the camera and look for the hidden um, things you can take pictures of in the environment that aren't labeled, like as a location. Yeah. And you'll find a lot of cool extra stuff, even like trophies tied to it. Hmm. Oh, sweet. Okay. Well, I have every trophy in the game except for uh, the suits and the challenges because I haven't finished those yet. Um, okay. But I have, I have the rest of the trophies. Um, the uh, hmm. uh, the one, one of the ones that I didn't get because uh, after I beat it, I looked through the trophy list and was like, I'll, I'll clean up the ones I can do really quick. Uh, I didn't get the one for uh, fast traveling five times. I only ever fast <laughs> traveled the one. I only <laughs> when the game requires you to. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and I, the game is just too fun. And also, another thing I like about the game is open world's not too big. You can reasonably get through it pretty fast. Like, yeah. there's also this other trend in open worlds that like each world's got to be the biggest open game world ever created. This is ten yeah. times bigger than our last yeah. game. And some sometimes that's cool. Like sometimes, like I like how big Origins is, but not every game needs to be the biggest fucking game ever. Like, right. I like that this world is as big as it needs to be, and no bigger. Right. Yeah, yeah. So. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like um like a lot of my friends I noticed they were like, "Oh man, I got the platinum. I got the platinum." And I was like, "I'm like halfway through it." And I was <laughs> like, "This is crazy." Yeah. But like I like I was away during the the weekend release, so I didn't even get to play this game until like Last seriously week. Monday. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I played I played a little bit Sunday, um, and you know it, it um, and I was just like, wow, just that like I expected the game to I guess just be a little more um, trophy wise to be a little more difficult. Mm-hmm. So I was saying earlier, you know, if there is a game that you want to platinum and that's not a telltale game and it's just fun, you can kind of just go through it. Like this seems like that yeah. that game. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm glad there's no stupid trophies. I don't have a problem with like something being hard to platinum. Like you know, I I it shouldn't be super easy. But uh, I, there are some games where I'm just like, you made this hard just to make it hard. Just yeah, like, some of the trophies yeah. are just so fucking dumb. And it's like beat the game in under like four hours. It's like why? <laughs> why? Why are you asking me to do this? Like that's that's a dumb thing. Or like. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is some of the dumbest trophies. Yep. Uh, I was looking through 
It's like kill nineteen yeah. heartless in one second. <laughs> yeah, or like, it's like oh, uh, cool. it, yeah, it's like uh, just yeah. just dumb. Like gets to level ninety nine. It's like why? There's no in game reason to get to level ninety nine. Yeah, as uh, canonically, as well. Sora is not level ninety nine. Yeah. You know, as well, I also had um, like I I spent hours playing with the photo mode. Like I I spent. Oh, yeah. Like, man, if I spent, like, four hours playing the game, I at least spent an hour of that just messing around with photos. Oh, yeah? Like, I'll pause the cool. game, yeah. like, cutscene, and I'll try to get a cool photo. It's, it's, <laughs> it got, it got out of hand, out of hand. Holy really shit. Well, I did not know you could do photo mode and cutscenes. That's really cool. Yeah, at all you, times, it's available in the options menu. Yeah, you can't, what? you can't spin the camera, but you can okay. put filters on and stickers. And, uh, yeah, I got really obsessed with trying to get a, uh, like a really cool newsprint looking like shot where it almost had like the comic book like like I had one where uh um Spider-Man was being kicked in the face. Mhm. And you, you you put yeah. like the crack or no it was the ribs and I was like I put like a ton of cracks like the actual word crack I just made them smaller and put them around his ribs <laughs> so it looked like oh, a comic book so cell. Cool. It's so fun. It's so cool. I like the one that you made of the guy farting. <laughs> <laughs> that one really fucked me up. Yeah. I don't like remember how I got that. It just, I turned the camera and I was like, why is his ass in Spider-Man's face? So I obviously <laughs> took and made a sticker that was like, it looked like a puff of air coming out of his ass. Just, I, I had to do that. Yep. Yeah. How do you guys feel about uh, uh, Joe James Jameson in this game? You mean Alex him. Jones? Alex Jones, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I love it. I love Alex making Jones, him Alex Jones types. <laughs> Spider-Man's out here making my friggin' Persians gay. <laughs> <laughs> he does claim that Spider-Man eats pigeons in the game. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. Just the ridiculous <laughs> shit that he says. I was like... He was just fully comic... Like, comic really. I don't even know how you make... It. Uh, Jameson, the comic relief in a Spider-Man game, but thank yeah. you. Yeah, that did a good job. I, like, um, every time he came on the radio, it was one of those things where I was like, "Oh fuck, this guy again!" And also, like, "Ooh, what's he gonna say this time?" <laughs> he would always have. He always has someone on the radio, and he's like, "Now we'll go to caller, caller. What was your experience?" Like, well, you know, uh, uh, someone Spider-Man was rampaging, was... and uh, yeah. Spider-Man swooped in and saved me. So Spider-Man was there. He was rampaging. Okay, next caller. <laughs> yeah. The one person's like, you know, I think he's actually pretty cool. And he's like, yeah, well, I have a fucking Eisner nomination that says that he's pretty terrible. And the person's like, I think you made that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck you, caller. And he's always yelling at his assistant to end the call or take notes and yeah. play it on loop. When they say shit like that, you got to cut them off. <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. good. That's exactly what it's like um, to be a podcaster. He said, um, I, one of them. <laughs> Uh, he's got. The, he says, "Intern, if I was fire yourself, then rehire yourself, because I'm not paying you anyway. But if I were paying you, I would cut your salary in half." <laughs> like what? Real shit. It's so real. <laughs> fire yourself, rehire yourself, then cut your non-existent salary in half. Uh, <laughs> damn, we all been there, right? <laughs> um, damn. But yeah, yeah I, I like it a lot. Do you think? Um, I don't want to speculate 
So There's definitely going to be a two. They've already said they want to make yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. I just I don't want to speculate on on stuff because you haven't finished it, so I don't want you okay. to like know what is or isn't in the game. Yeah, um, I mean there there are things I clearly want to like. I want to get other people's opinion about, and I still haven't yet. But uh, yeah, yeah. Aunt May is the but, the villain in the end, right? Well, she's always she's, the villain. Well, yeah. if she was played by Marissa Tomei, she'd be the love interest. <laughs> She uh, can still be the love interest. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Go. Um, yeah. uh, uh, something more about something more about a uh, Spider Man. Uh, I was gonna ask someone else. James, James, we talked about. I don't remember. There's something else. I was gonna ask you guys. I just thought it was gone. It's been really buggy for me. Okay. Like, yes, that's the thing. Yeah. Nobody, nobody wanted to ask about it, but like, it's. I've had a ton of like gameplay experience altering bugs like um so i think everybody's had the thing where like an enemy spawns somewhere that you can't really get to them yeah um or that one's relatively common from what i've seen online at least well for me he didn't spawn there i i uh i swing kicked him through a door um that i think may have been open at some point Oh, like um, some enemies were coming out of a door maybe and you kicked a guy into it yeah and and now now he's in there forever yeah, I, I heard a guy there. spawn in a construction site inside of a mobile home, sort of. <laughs> so, like, I couldn't hit him. I couldn't access him. He wouldn't respond to, like, area of effect attacks. And it was the final enemy on, a like, a, a base clearing mission. So I just had to restart and do it again. Oh, no. Like, there's nothing else to do. I've had to do that twice on two different base missions. Um, and then I've had, had... I had the, like, fall had... through the earth bug. I've had two wow. crashes. That's it. That's the only issues I've had. Is and I had one crash. Yeah. I, I, I didn't have a single crash. What was the other thing I said? There's another one I thought I pointed out. Can't remember. Um, but yeah, uh, I've had, said, like, oh, it was a, during a chase mission. Um, oh, yeah, during yeah, a yeah. chase mission, it'll say, like, if they're starting to get away from me and the game thinks I'm not going in the right direction to catch them, even if I'm going directly in a straight line toward the thing I'm chasing, it says... Hey, I think you're going the wrong way. Do you want to continue the mission or do you want to abandon it? And I'll say continue, and it'll turn and make me go away from the thing I'm targeting. So this has happened to me twice during chase missions. Once uh, chasing a car and once chasing a helicopter. And one of those is a story mission. I, I do question um I mean, we never get from usual well, usually like bigger Sony properties, especially I mean you wouldn't expect it for and not like for a single player game. Mm-hmm. But um like I wonder how much like outside testing gets done. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. So I mean, these these are little things I feel like that can be caught, like mm-hmm. probably not in a focused testing group, but yeah. as someone sitting down to just play the game. Yeah, so, I, I, like... I, I feel like I feel like the guys that would catch this would be the guys that get like early access copies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, I mean, they did have a really big, like, press release on this one. Like, um, all the reviews were coming out for the game the Tuesday before it released. Right, right. So, um, it's not like they were waiting until release day or something, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, yeah, there's definitely, like, um, and I've heard that a lot of, not a lot of people are having bad, like, bug issues. So, I I guess, maybe it's because I'm using the cursed uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 PS4 Pro. Oh yeah, that's it. That's why. <laughs> but, like, yeah, he I've, has I've what system? Bugs. He has what system? He didn't what buy the new that? Spider-Man one. Tell me well, the serial number again. What the fuck? 
Let's make sure that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He gets got. All right, we've been yeah. uh, about an hour and twelve on just what we've been playing. So luckily, yeah. uh, we'll kind of scoot along. Um, there's not really any notable games coming out that we know of. So um, this is definitely not a, a time when we're saying, "Hey, if you guys know of a game that's coming out that we don't specifically like," the uh, the Nintendo Direct that we're going to talk about had some games that were coming out immediately. So uh, those don't count <laughs> in this yeah. instance. We'll mention those later. But other than that, it's a lot of like um, games with DLC collections, uh, physical copies of things coming out where there's already been a, you know, it's already been available digitally. Like uh, the end of the week I'm getting on the 21st, um, the Banner Saga trilogy on Switch physical. They're all already out digitally. So, I, you know, I don't think that we need to cover all those specifically since we already can play them if we want to, you know? Yeah, yeah, we've ran through these. Um, We've uh, we've ran through. It's either we've already touched all of them on on all them, or they've already been mm-hmm. like games that are out, and it's like, well, why is that getting another? Like, yeah, yeah, and it's um, and then also originally, what Spyro was going to come out this week, and it ended up getting pushed back. Yeah, I think that's uh, probably going to be the bigger game of the week, but um, it would have been, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, if there's anything spe- specific that was coming out, um. I'm sure Graham will have something for us where he's like, I can't believe you guys didn't talk about Sechi no Tawaka 5 Return of the Weeb or whatever the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, he'll have some stupid shit I don't want to hear about. Guaranteed. So, (laughs) until then, uh, let us know on uh, Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. on Facebook.com slash Mammoth Games Inc. Um, You know, we're, we're very reachable. Yeah, uh, we usually respond pretty quick, and if you mention a stupid game, then I'll make fun of you. So, no, there's literally zero downsides I can think of. Yeah, all that sounds good. We do have a freebie, though. We do have a freebie, How's... though. It's not even really I... a freebie. It's just giving you... Uh, a de- yeah, letting us know about a demo. Yeah, letting you know about a demo. What were you going to say, Drake? House of Flubber, Return of the Weeb. Dude, House. <laughs> if there was a House of Flubber game... I said house flipper, and Drake kept thinking I was saying house of flubber, which is amazing. I like a horror game. House of flubber would be absolutely nightmarish. <laughs> Return of the weeb. Return of the weebs. Damn! Imagine <laughs> if you were. Imagine if you were like a flubber vor porn artist, and also a furry, <laughs> and in the alt You you play as a weeb returning to the house of flubber. Damn. Returning. That's what that's I what don't... really fucks me up is that you're returning to the House of Flubber. I don't ever remember <laughs> being here before though. Well, well that's part of the mystery. <laughs> you know? Scooby Doo. The return part here. really gets me. <laughs> I would watch another live action Scooby Doo movie in a heartbeat also. Only if it had Matthew Lillard in it. I don't give a shit otherwise. Yeah, anybody else I kinda don't give a fuck. <laughs> Scooby goes to rehab. <laughs> Alright, so, so that demo. Did All right. what the demo Yeah, let's, let's, let's go. Let's, let's check out that demo. Um, there is a Mega Man 11 demo available now for the Switch. You can get in there and check that out. Um, cool. If somehow you don't know what a Mega Man game would be like after a fucking 11 of them are out. Exactly. <laughs> At least uh, 11. I, I just know people are. People, I don't know. Mega Man's never been a thing for me. I've never been like a big nope. Mega Man fan. I'm more of a cool spot fan myself. Yeah, I don't like 2D uh, side scrollers. 
So, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I know I have um, a few people that are like, when this, when they saw the demo, they're like, holy shit. I was just like, huh. Alrighty. Uh, so, there you go. Mm-hmm. Cool. We'll go ahead and jump into the weekly news, of course. Um, actually, the first one was something that you. Oh, my God. Uh, this is here, some shit. It's really cool. So, yes. So, uh, straight out of variety, because we can't just have Game Informer back to back for every article here, can we? Um, so, Alan Wake is being developed as a TV show. Yes. Cool. That's dope. Um, That's really so, cool. Uh, specifically, uh, Peter Calloway looks like he's going to be the showrunner who worked on uh, Marvel's Cloak and Dagger, which I have not heard of. Uh, uh, I have not heard about. Is that um, even out yet? I, haven't those been split into two separate things? No. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No. That's, that's a streaming exclusive. That was something else. Yeah. Uh, that's a streaming exclusive. So Cloak and Dagger, I think, is out on Hulu. I think it just came out. That's like, and they're then, actually um, really cool heroes. Yeah. And he actually worked on uh, Legion as well. Marvel's Legion. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. That's a good person to take it because this is somebody that's kind of into the kind of weirder, like power type shit going on. It's not just, um, you know, I, I don't think Alan Wake would be good if you just took it as a like straight um, psychological horror. Uh, I, it definitely has to have the weirdness in it, and it's kind of got a uh, um, Twin Peaks vibe. For sure, and I think that this guy'd probably be able to do that pretty well. Yeah, um, I, I do hope, um, like knowing that he worked on Legion, and mm-hmm. that it's going to have that kind of similar, almost like what the fuck feel at times. Right. I'm hoping right. he tones it down. Legion was really yeah. fucking crazy. It um, definitely needs to be toned down. I mean, Alan Wake is wild, but it's like, um, if any of the things that happen in Alan Wake happened just one of them happened by itself it would be relatively believable the thing that makes it unbelievable is that it's happening non-stop over and over again to the same guy you know what i mean right um it's kind of like any good um i mean the the story itself is really similar to um a stephen king story what is it the secret window um Not sure no. where it's like a writer that's kind of haunted by their own oh yeah yeah uh, the, stories their, their and own, like that yeah and then, oh, you know, so... it, it's it turns out that Alan Wake is sort of like torturing himself in this weird way. Um, it's really good. So, uh, what were you going to say, Drake? Do you think? Uh, do you think or know if it is going to be a direct retelling. retelling of the game, or is it going to be a story within the same universe? I don't know. Um, let me dig in. There's a lot. Um, this is a huge article. Like these guys, uh, Contradiction Films and Remedy Games. Um, well, Sam Lake, the I don't know if he's the director or the narrative lead or whatever at um, Remedy. He's a executive producer on the, um, on, the on the on the show. He will be on the show. As oh, well. that's that's awesome that they're including. Um, okay, what they said right developers. here is definitely uh, what we have mapped out is longer than the first game and the sequel. Well, the sequel is sort there's of there's more to it. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so I would love an Alan Wake too, but uh, this they, will tide me over until then. Yeah, they they say they see uh, the universe as a bigger thing, so they're going to like what like they already have it all wrote out. Like when Alan Wake came out, I bought the book because mm-hmm. I didn't like I actually didn't play the game. I ended up reading the book, which was weird. The game's um, good, but it's kind of hard to get now because it got like delisted off Steam, right? 
Yeah, and originally, like way way back then, I didn't have I didn't have an Xbox. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was know, exclusive. Yeah, it was an exclusive thing. So I just ended up. Uh, I think I I watched the trailer. I did uh, I did a a video blog about it mm-hmm. back when um, I was writing with some friends on a different site. Yeah. And uh, then never got to play. It was like a preview of it, and then I just read the whole book. Um, mm-hmm. So all that's already there, you know. They can, um, they can. Yeah, they have a lot to pull from. Yeah, do, yeah. I mean, they already have like. It, it's a little different when you're looking at a game, and it's like, okay, so you know, here's the cutscene. You know, this person talks, and then this happens. But you know, writing out each step, it 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 can kind of come off weird mm-hmm. if you're not you know, viewing it if you're trying to like picture it. So, I mean, yeah. they already have that done, which is kind of nice. So it, it's a good, um, like launching, launching for sure. But for what, sure. yeah, what I was saying before about Legion, that show is so fucking crazy that mm. like, while, while, like I'll watch the show and I'll get to the end of the episode and I'll go, I have no idea what happened. It was really cool. It was fun. <laughs> it, it was yeah. it, everything that just, it, it was, it was just, like it was a fun like forty five minute like ride, mm-hmm. but then I like I'll have to go online and be like I have no idea what that meant, and I'll just look and other people are like I have no idea what that meant either, and then someone's like well actually pushes glasses up, um, yep, and you know you have to kind of like piece together what you think is is happening since the whole show is basically like what someone's either a dreaming or b you know, mm-hmm. fabricating, uh, you know, in, um, what do they call that? Uh, like a shadow realm. Okay. It's where shadow keeps The shadow realm? Uh, it's the, like the... your ass to the shadow realm, blue eyes, white dragon over here? No, uh, yeah, what, what, what do they call it? I don't remember. But yeah, it's, it's where shadow king lives. Okay. But yeah, I hope they tone it down from there. I haven't seen anything cloak and dagger, even though they are really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is going to be really cool. I'm excited for that. And I, I really like that um, we're actually getting several games that look like they could cross over into TV and movies like successfully. Yeah. Um, I, Assassin's Creed was a good step uh, a couple years ago. Um, the uh, Tomb Raider movie was pretty good. Um, and I think TV is probably the way to go because you can really? just get a lot more like sunk into stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. I'd like to see some like some people take some shots at shows and put them on like smaller streaming service services. Like I really liked, um, like I really liked Glow and its mm-hmm. style, and it would be cool to get like some sort of video game adaptation done in that way. You know what I mean? Fire Glow Wrestling. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um. So yeah, I mean I, that's looking really promising. Um, we're just kind of have to gonna wait to hear more on that. I mean they don't even have like you know Witcher right now. We're looking at like maybe twenty twenty one when Witcher starts coming out on Netflix. Damn, I didn't think it was gonna be that far out. Yeah, they said they said twenty twenty like is year. starting to look. They were saying twenty twenty, and uh, recently they said twenty twenty looks a little unrealistic. Good. <laughs> so God. probably well, late twenty twenty one. Yeah. So yeah, this will probably be like Witcher TV show was announced last year. The Comic Con, so like, this will probably be uh, twenty two, twenty three, maybe. 
movies take forever to put together like entertainment industry just takes forever now um how do you feel about henry cavill as uh oh yeah we talked about that last time uh, last episode i think that's fine because Geralt's kind of the least important character of the whole series really (laughs) because he like literally just stands around and like kills shit and then watches to see what everybody else does yeah, I just like, can't picture it. He just looks nothing like Geralt. Well, I need him to have that full mustache for sure. Yeah, he has to have that full, <laughs> like he, that gross mustache that he wouldn't shave for the reshoots. With, with yeah, well, yeah, with, with a little <laughs> bit of work, it, it. I, I think, I think he'll fit the role. Like well, I didn't Henry think... Cavill himself, like as a dude, I've heard he's really hard to work with, and he's kind of got like shitty opinions on things. Uh, yeah. so. That could be problematic, I guess. Um, just because he's like kind of weird. Like he's just like tough to work with, from what I've heard. It, it, um, it's really weird. Like I don't, I can't make heads or tails of the situation with him and Superman. Like everyone was like, he's not playing Superman. He's out. Yeah, and he's then, hard out. Like he uh, he uploaded a video of him just standing there, and he's like, I, I don't. It was on Twitter. It said something. That would lead you to believe that he's still going to be Superman, and he like, mm. like, like he like held an action figure up, like slowly brought it in from the bottom of the screen. Of the- it was yeah, girl with a like, giant was, ass on his chest. Yeah, there's some contention around that. Some people saying that like that's not true, and like I don't know. Yeah, Ben Affleck has been maybe Batman, maybe not Batman for like five years. So mm. I don't want to like you know until it's confirmed that they are recasting him and we know exactly who's being recast with. I'm not going to jump to any, any conclusions. Like we'll see. Um, Maybe I would like if he would at least come back to be gotten rid of the right way. So Mm -hmm. if he doesn't want to be Superman anymore and they decide that they don't want to recast him, then come back and, to give like to either die or like leave or like something like give a reason on screen why superman is gone right and then if you are going to recast him i think the best way to do that is through flashpoint and i think you need the original guys in there first come back have the flashpoint event and then do the recast after the event happens so you know come Mm -hmm. of the flashpoint movie or whatever um but yeah, um, apparently there was some like disagreement he had with Warner Brothers about they wanted him to cameo in Shazam, which would make a lot of sense. And like he either didn't want to do that or didn't like what they were offering him to do that or something. I-, I don't know exactly, but apparently that's where this big like argument came from is over his Shazam cameo. So <laughs> I don't I don't know. That's, that's really weird. Like an odd, odd thing to like. He was like, know, I hate Zachary I- Levi. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, just personally, like Superman yeah, personally is him. like Superman for me is just one of the like characters in all of comic books. Like I like him the least. Mm-hmm. I, like Ken Ken Jeong could play Superman and I wouldn't give a shit. That would like I'd be like okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know that okay, I mean, that might be kind of fun. Hold on, let's, let's you just sold me on it. <laughs> that's why I liked uh that's why I like this version of Superman so much actually um because uh I um uh I think up to this point I thought Superman was super unrelatable and I like I wasn't super into Superman but uh Man of Steel instead of making his conflict like he's invincible like the conflict can't be 
between him and any physical challenge, the conflict became uh, a personal one. Like, where does he fit in? Mm-hmm. Everyone can relate to. And so I like that Superman's struggle is the fact that Clark Kent is his costume. He can't be who he really is in public because he won't be accepted. And so it's him struggling with an identity crisis. And I think that is the most relatable and interesting way to approach Superman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, to kind of like to to question like what is like someone with that power? Like, what do we refer to that? Like, are, is he a, the Man of Steel did a good job? It was so weird because uh, me and Shannon saw Man of Steel on opening weekend in Ireland, and there was no one else in the theater. Whoa! And like. <laughs> In, in a relatively large theater. They're like, um, why the fuck would we care about Superman? They're like, who? <laughs> but uh, it was really good that it's like, you know, people were questioning like, that doesn't have okay, a does this, like, does this reassess like our opinion of what a God is? Like, does this harm religion that there is a Superman? Like, yeah. Is he better? Like, is he above us? Should we put him in charge? Yeah. Because he's like, what he is- can't be assassinated. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to make my DC Universe uh, like literary breakdown video. I've been saying I'm going to do this for years. One of these That's days, funny. I'll get around to it. It's a lot of work. Um, but it is a lot of work. I really want to do just, it. Though. When you get I'm to gonna... the Alan Moore years, you just have to like do a shit ton of acid to understand what's going on. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about the, the four, the four here right now, right. five movies, like specifically the, the Zack Snyder ones. Um, yeah. not not the whole DC universe, not the all of DC history. How Zack Snyder was good until he did a single DC movie. <laughs> no, That's I like, my next I like video. It a lot. I actually like Man of Steel. I like BVS a lot. Uh, like I'll get into it. Look forward Jesus. to that video in five years. That's a lot. Um, <laughs> all right, so um, let's. Well, yeah. Why, why don't we move on to some just shitty news? It, it yeah. but but it was definitely like we we saw it coming. Um, yeah. The makers of Wildstar Carbine Studios is uh, scheduled to shut down. Yeah. Um. So their massive multiplayer game Wildstar is shutting down. Um. And you know it's not a massive studio. I believe the studio was much larger before. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, they've they been they've played, had several layoffs. Yeah. That we yeah. Talk about and, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just finally they've um, just come to the conclusion that, you know, the MMO is not doing uh, not doing as well as it should. And uh, it's time to close that studio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, pretty much as we always say, um, when a studio goes down like that, those people usually get picked up fairly well because the gaming industry really relies on, um, you know, they if you've worked on something credible, then you're pretty like much guaranteed if you want something else that's realistic that you can that that you'll obtain it. And there are tons of companies out there that are um, hiring up big time. Um, like even right now, I was just looking through um, the job listings, and and Sony is hiring like mad. So oh yeah, They're, they got to gear up for Spider Man too. <laughs> yeah, which um, is going to be made by Ready at Dawn probably. <laughs> But yeah, uh, and that, that's to say that those people, you know, they're, they're losing their job there, but who's to say they're not going to get shipped off to another um, company mm-hmm. that, you know, that's under uh, another developer that's under the publisher, NCSoft, who, you know, publishes the game. Um, yeah. So I was looking for the exact date. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really see that. Wild um, players who have spent money uh, within the game will be refunded purchase uh, from uh, purchases that have happened um, from July first. From of July, this year. yeah, July first this year. Um, and they're of course shutting that down. They were founded in two thousand five uh, by um, former Blizzard Entertainment employees. Mm-hmm. And then in 2007, NCSoft purchased them. NCSoft has, um, like, this, for me, this isn't, like, like, I wasn't really, I wasn't invested in this game at all. I actually, I don't think I ever played Wildstar. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, they did the same thing with um, the, the City of Heroes and Villains Studio Cryptic. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I kind of wonder if these guys are going in a different direction. They don't really want... Like, maybe they want to get out of the MMO game. I mean, now's the time. Um, it has been, like, historically, uh, China has really propped up the MMO market. Yeah. Um, with a little bit of South Korea as well. But um, it, it, it's starting to even die down there as they get more into free-to-play. Um, kind of some more traditional... Uh, you know, more like action games that we're used to in the West is starting to get more popular in Asia. So, yeah, and I mean, it's it's one of those things. Like, I look at it and I'm like, you know, I get why it's going that way, but mm. uh, like, I'm it's always one of those things I'm kind of looking for is like a good MMO. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. It it just doesn't exist um, anymore, though. Play Final Fantasy 14. Yeah, no. you know, I played through it. Uh, I played through it well enough um, with a group of people, and you know, just it just kind of died out. It and and it wasn't even that long. Like we put in a lot, a decent amount of hours in a short amount of time, and it was fun. We you know we had um, we had our own pro- like our own house and um, in one of the districts, and uh, it, it was it was a good experience, but. Um, there were things I liked and things I kind of just didn't like about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. Um, you know, I played. I think I played like all almost all of the the major MMOs that have come out. Um, like I even tried like Black Desert more recently and stuff like that. Yeah, just didn't just didn't work um, for me. So really quick, guys. Uh, I apologize. Programming note. Um, I'm gonna have to head out relatively soon within the next 15 minutes for sure um do we want to go ahead and because i I don't really know how much i could contribute to the nintendo stuff anyway as i'm not i watched the direct i enjoyed it i'm not super uh knowledgeable about nintendo stuff in general so um but what i am knowledge about is tgs and playstation uh do we want to go ahead and talk about the tgs news uh really quick what was in that playstation uh keynote yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll just yeah, we keep, do that. Yeah, we'll just keep it running. Um, I don't think it's a really big deal. We'll just, you know, yeah, farewell, and then we'll continue yep. on yeah, the podcast. Absolutely. Um, you guys obviously keep like just like uh, last time I was on Austin, I had to dip out early, and we just you know kept it. Yeah, ourselves. right. Stop the recording on my end, but um, it was a long yeah, um, I mean, there was it was a uh, <laughs> did a oh shit, hold on. I also keep having uh, tech issues with uh, my garage band. Uh, it keeps crashing. And so that ain't good. None of this is getting recorded on my end right now. Uh, just crashed. I'm loading back in. Um, and this game's cast. 
Just send me what you you end up having and timestamp everything. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I I don't know exactly timestamps, but I do know. Um, uh, I do know where the conversation started because um, yeah. I can't see your timestamp, and after the recording ends, it stops. So um, the last recording was right before, uh, right when I said, "What do you think of Henry Cavill as?" Uh, as Geralt was where my last one started. Damn, that's bad. Yeah, that's long. And this one's starting right now. Uh, so, yeah, the last recording only went for 10 minutes. I think my computer... So this is going to stop soon. So I'm going to have to get off pretty soon regardless. But I do want to talk about TGS real quick. Uh, PlayStation did a keynote there. Uh, I really like the theme. They made it look. They made it feel like Star Tours. They made custom graphics for a PlayStation 4 DualShock 4 spaceship that flew off and uh little square and triangle icons would pop up like the buttons would be like hmm. well welcome to the vr galaxy we're about to explore some games and then they like dive into the vr cluster okay they talked about um we project awake or project awakening is that it is that a thing mm -hmm. um, uh yeah super interesting apparently this was already announced beforehand but i hadn't seen it before uh, if you have, don't know what I'm talking about, go watch this trailer right now. It's all right. You're yeah, I think they had announced it. We just hadn't seen anything until yeah. recently. It, it yeah. looks super good. It looks like it's potentially a, uh, a cross between like um, Monster Hunter and Dark Souls. But it looks mm. like, to me, we don't think it's going to be like a multiplayer thing. I think it's just going to be like a single player adventure. Like it looked like he's like uh, most of the trailer is a uh, gameplay of him like fighting this beast. And it just, it feels like, a, it kind of gives me more Dragon's Dogma vibes. That's what kind of like, okay. vibe I got yeah. from it. Yeah. Uh, it looks super good. Um, being made by a studio that I don't think, I, I, to my knowledge, I think they just made like mobile games and stuff. I'm not super familiar with the studio. Side so, games. We'll see. Yeah. Um, it, the thing that really got me was um, the environment traversal. The way he's climbing. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he's climbing to get high ground. And, you know, the beast falling or jumping or whatever. Um, yeah. Or even in one instance, he's falling. The beast is, almost rolls over him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As they're falling down some sort of rock face. Um, yeah. And the look, and then, the look is more of like a, um, like almost like a knight. Um, yeah. Like more modern though. He has some like, he has some interesting leather, uh, mm -hmm. like almost Victorian jacket. Yeah, the night stuff over. He has a night shield for sure. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's maybe like fifteen, sixteen hundreds. Yeah. Instead, it kind of reminds you of Deep Down too. You guys think that is that a game that still exists? Uh, I don't know that that ever came out. Yeah, I, I really wanted that one to come out, but I mean, but like, is it still going to? It never officially got canceled. No idea. Is someone in this on this planet working on Deep Down? It still says working title, release date to be announced. Um, I mean, it's wonderful. Capcom, you know. Um, They've moved on. The other, <laughs> the other notable announcement uh, from this uh, press conference, probably the most notable, was a game called Judge Eyes, which is a game by the Yakuza team. Um, it's basically like their next initiative is like, Cosmos story is done. Yakuza as a brand probably is not done, but I think it's going to go on the shelf for a while. Mm. Uh, but this takes place in the same universe as Yakuza, but it's about 
brand new character you play detective and you do detective things it does play different than yakuza uh there is still fighting and combat and that's relatively similar but now you're also like you're picking locks you're, you're like taking pictures you're you know investigating crimes and stuff so like it's a it's like a different thing uh it's actually coming out very soon it's coming out this year in japan and Damn. like next year in in uh in the west and uh it it looks there's a budget behind this thing man like this looks yeah. like it's got a good budget they are investing in a new ip and cool. I, I find that really exciting i really like that team one thing that's so. really cool is the i mean the style looks exactly like yakuza yeah so yeah. it's yeah. like okay well why don't we just use you know the yakuza assets that we have we'll create some new characters create some new things that we have here and there um you know, to like fill in the gaps of, you know, things where, you know, think it might not look proper or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And that's really cool. I love when companies do that. Uh, it reminds me of how um, Ubisoft does that with uh, Far Cry of like, mm -hmm. let's make the game. And then the DLC will just be shit of us just playing around with assets and, you know, things that we want to like make ridiculous. And I mean, this might not be ridiculous. It probably will be, um, but I mean, it does. It looks cool. Like every time I look at a Yakuza game, I'm like, man, I really need to get into that. And then I try, and I'm, I'm disappointed. And I get that feeling all over again with this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, then the next piece of uh, information, uh, probably most important, um, is uh, as, a, as, a, as far as game announcements go. Um, because this is how they chose to end their press conference. Uh, is they're making a everybody's golf VR. Oh God. So I, I Hotshot Golf, everybody's golf is a much more popular brand in Japan, I think, than over here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're 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 making a VR version of that. They're they're really they're they're doubling down on VR and they're doubling down on everybody's golf. Um, I don't know how well that'll play over here. We will see. Uh, That's powerful. Super into golf games, so I didn't check out everybody's golf. I don't know if I'll be into that, but I do like VR. Um, and then, as far as game announcements, I think so. There was one other game announcement, uh, and it was more of like the announcement of this. It's weird because it was given like very little gameplay, and it was more of an announcement of the studio. The studio was already announced because they didn't even give a title of the game of the game in the press conference. Hmm. Studio Isotola, which is a Square Enix studio, which is being headed by a producer from the Tales series. Uh, and hmm. yeah, they just debuted like uh, super, super early gameplay of like a character running through a field and like the animation doesn't look very good, but the environments look interesting. So that's a new JRPG coming to us from Square Enix by uh, the Tales producer probably in like five years. Probably really long. Okay, probably in eight years. Yeah. Two more consoles. Um, <laughs> a couple other small... Oh, Crystal Chronicles uh, re is getting a remaster. Yep. Uh, you guys can talk more about that during the Nintendo part. Yep. Um, there's a game that was announced. I believe this was announced. Uh, Monkey King Hero is back. Mm -hmm. um, and then a... there. Oh, speaking of MMOs, a mobile MMO is getting ported to the PS4 and kind of remastered. Um, the game. The title was in Japanese during the press conference. So, wow. Um, Nailed it. Yeah, new Earth Defense Force game coming. Um, oh, boy. 
Uh, oh, and then this is not has nothing to do with games. It's just interesting and also super annoying. It was a cool idea, but like I just don't like the way it was implemented. So they made everyone in the audience wear heart rate monitors, and mm. they had a heart rate thing going. So like when new things were announced, you could see people's heart rate spiking, <laughs> uh, which is an interesting. It's the fucking Wii uh, heartbeat monitor. Yeah. It's an interesting idea, but like to in order to fit the heart rate monitor on the screen, they like made the gameplay smaller. Like they basically cut the screen in half, uh, so half of it was the heart rate monitor, half of What the fuck? Screen. Wouldn't the heart rate instantly go down when people saw their heart rate on? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't, That's but funny. it was it was frustrating because like I want the trailer to be full screen. Like I wish they had just done picture in picture monitor in like the bottom right hand corner instead so they split it in half so uh that was annoying but uh it was a it's, it's a weird idea uh got your three got a new trailer a couple things got new trailers uh new days gone footage actually like they brought a new trailer for tgs uh new sekiro trailer yeah um mm-hmm. and i'm sure there's a couple other small things oh and then kingdom hearts uh some kingdom hearts news um do you guys want to talk about the new world, or do you think your audience is like media blackout on like the new Kingdom Hearts worlds? Um, we would uh, usually, you know, kind yeah. of graze over it. I mean, okay. I don't think there's any um, media blackout if they don't want to listen. Okay, uh, it's Kingdom Hearts. Okay. So you can so, I mean, this world's already also been announced before, so maybe some people would have missed it. Uh, so Big Hero Six World. This was announced way back at like D twenty three a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. No gameplay was shown, and so they showed gameplay for uh for big right uh, it looks as the rest of the game does great uh and then they announced a vr uh kingdom hearts vr experience coming december of this year for free uh it's gonna be about 10 minutes and it's supposed to be like kind of taking you through the history of the franchise so that's smart that's a smart move um, i think um just because you yeah. know the games came out forever ago not everyone's gonna go back and play you know everything like you or right. they're not gonna have that time to sit down and watch uh, the probably like forty-eight yeah. YouTube videos that are showing off everything right. that happens in there. Yeah, forty mm-hmm. hours of stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, if you guys, if your audience is looking for an in-depth uh, history of the Kingdom Hearts franchise, doesn't want to play through all the games and doesn't want to sit there and watch all the cutscenes, uh, I would recommend uh, checking out uh, Game Trailers, was a website that used to exist, uh, and but all <laughs> the videos were. Their assets were bought by IGN and they remain on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts timeline. Yeah. I believe it's about an hour long and it does a very good job of explaining that entire story in an hour. So it's it's a pretty good it's a pretty good compromise if you want an in depth breakdown of what happened but don't want to spend the whole day catching up. Um, so check yeah. that out if you're interested. I I, I think um, I would I think I'm gonna personally do something like that myself um yeah i'm gonna do that right before three comes out yeah right before like in the middle of playing the resident evil 2 remake i'm gonna sit down and watch that Mm -hmm. just so i'm ready to go and then uh the last thing of note that i can think of in this press event was uh deracine if i think i'm pronouncing that right got a release date of uh november 8th uh this is, to those unaware, a From Software game mm-hmm. uh, that is going to be exclusive on PlayStation VR. Uh, to my knowledge, this is the first VR From Software game. Uh, it is a game in which you play a fairy helping out this little Victorian girl just like around the house. 
I do not trust that. I think this game is going to get really creepy. There's just there's something about this game they're not telling you. Like <laughs> this game is just too. Uh, uh, it's too. Um, there's too that strange. The, yeah. Yeah. They're so purposefully software. Like there's. Mm-hmm. They're just not telling you. So they yeah. said it's going to be roughly around ten hours. So it's a whole real game. Uh, but there is some online speculation that it is also a like a PT of. Uh, what PT was to Silent Hills is what this will be to Bloodborne too. Like some people like are speculating like this is going to like end with like a trailer for Bloodborne two, and this is like a prologue for it. What are the actual odds of that? Is that something you guys? I just find that so unlikely. I find that yeah, incredibly unlikely. But okay, possible. I mean, you never know. Weird things. I mean, I definitely think that in five years, somebody will be like, oh, this one scene was a direct reference to <laughs> Armored Core 8. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that is guaranteed to happen, but that does, I don't sure. know if they would do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see. I want to believe because I want Bloodborne 2 to happen, but I actually don't think Bloodborne 2 is in development. Yeah. I mean, you I know, think, developers tend to, like, they tend to like to mislead, but mm-hmm. in this case, I mean, I do find it very odd that a company has, you know, one style of game under their belt, pretty much solely. Uh, you know, that like th- this is the game that they're known for. Sure, they've done other things in the past, mm. but you know, in the past, like, you know, five, eight, you know, whatever years, it's been like Souls. That's the way. That's just what they've done. And for them mm. to go, well. I think we're going to go ahead and take a look at VR. That's fucking weird. And it's not VR yeah. of them doing something like soul style. So it is very weird. And I do think it'll pre it'll be a precursor to something, but I don't know if it'll be for I don't think it'll be Bloodborne too. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. I I mean even if it's not and it is just its own weird thing and it doesn't lead up to anything else, like I'm into it. Like yeah. There was a chance that it's just like the yeah the Miyazaki and the other people at that studio just like really wanted to do a VR thing. They had this weird idea about being a helpful fairy to this Victorian girl, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll, we'll do that." Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, it's fine. It can be. It can have nothing to do with their other properties and still be a really cool, fun game. So, so I mean, it, like if this turns out to be a horror title, like if day one people go, "Holy shit, that scared that scared me so bad." I will go out and buy a PlayStation VR just for that. Okay. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I do hope I do hope that it is scary. I like I like I part of I, me will be a little disappointed if it's just like a rated E for everyone, just like helping helping little girls like around the house with their chores. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I do hope there's like a weird like it gets like real horror vibes for some reason. But I don't know um, if they have the uh, I don't know if they have I mean, they they could do um, something horror, but we haven't seen anything like horror oriented in yeah. like with gameplay. We've seen macabre, we've seen weird, um, we've seen yeah. slightly unsettling, but nothing that has been like like scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It, it would be cool though. Yeah. Like I I want all of the I want all of the horror titles like i want every single one of them (laughs) 
Um, and then uh, that's about it for the press conference. There's other couple other small announcements. There's some VR stuff that I don't think ever is, is ever coming out of Japan. Uh, Gungrave Gore got announced for like a CG trailer. There's not really much to talk about there. Um, yeah, and a couple other just like really small things. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, coming out on the 17th of January, that got a new trailer. A uh, couple other things that's got new trailers and stuff. But yeah, that was about it. So I mean, it was it was pretty light. Uh, but what was good was good. Like the good stuff in that press conference was really good. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, not too much else out of what's uh, of what I just talked about. Uh, Astrobot, another VR game coming as a platform based on that one mini game in the playroom. Uh, looks Boof. really good. Um, <laughs> it actually looks really good. Uh, that platforming mini game in the playroom was one of my favorite things um that i've done in vr actually and so they're really going in on this astrobot spinoff i'm actually i think this is gonna be fun it's coming in october um and yeah so that's that's about it from uh tgs stuff not announced in the press conference but also uh notable news is uh uh the last remnant remaster mm-hmm Yep. Uh, which, like, again, kind of like King of Mamalore, I'm just like, really? Does anybody uh, actually want this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm into it because I never played that, and uh, apparently, Ooh. like, the 360 version was reviewed really poorly because of uh, tech issues, but the PC version reviewed much better because there was no, like, you know... Well, I mean, the PC version came out, like, four years later, if I remember. I, th- I think it was just a year, but, like... It was like, a fixed version. Yeah, it just didn't have the frame rate it had. So, um, much, you know, so that, you know, much of the problems of the game seem to be tech related and I, am sure on this gen, we're not going to have any of those issues. So, uh, Mm. I'll play it. I will play that game. Uh, it's just, you know, it's, this was like one of the last games that I think was a multi-disc game, right? Uh, a lot of stuff on 360 was multi-disc. Yeah, L.A. Noir was multi-disc on 360. Like 360. Witcher 3 was multi-disc on Xbox One. Whoa, really? Yes. Weird. Okay. Why? Why? They're using Blu-ray discs now. Uh, There was two discs. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Weird. (laughs) But that's it for my time, guys. I do have to go. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I always love being on. Um, Yep. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys have a have a good rest of your podcast. I will see you next time. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, man. See you next time. All right. Um, so we did kind of just jump into last uh, Remnant Remaster coming to PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one of the things we were planning on talking about. So we'll just go back to the top of the list. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll just keep on going. Um, so after all of our talk about Spider-Man, here's a little bit more. Um, it is getting a New Game Plus mode um, in the future. There's, I don't mm. think that there's a timeline, like we don't have a date or anything, but they said, yes, it's working, um, and they're working on polishing it up. I think, I'm thinking it'll be like under a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I don't know. Um, like, I'm definitely never going to, um, you know, experience a... Uh, New Game Plus on Spider-Man. <laughs> like, I, I want to play the DLCs and stuff, mm-hmm. but... Um... Well, it, it, it does... It, you know, I, I have to ask, you know, why would they do a New Game Plus? Like, I, I do enjoy New Game Plus when it is needed. Um, 
like I think I think God of War. I think a new game plus was pretty useful. Mm-hmm. But I do question why would you need a new game plus for? Yeah, I mean, um... I mean, it's not like you're gonna keep leveling up. By the end of the game, I was it was max, I was maxed out of everything. Yeah, we're really gonna have to see what they're what they're planning on adding. Um, that, that's that was the main thing that I said. Like they have to yeah. have something else in something the huge. Yeah, I mean, it's probably just a higher difficulty, is what I imagine, because you can do the new game plus, which is, um, you know, you have like easy, normal, and hard, very hard, and then they uh, later add on extremely hard or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, I, uh, I, I guess, but. I don't know. I feel like the the mode to get me to play the game again. Like I've already done this. I'm only do. I'm only playing this for you know the sake of you know playing the game on a harder mode. Like that's mm-hmm. basically you're going to cause yourself frustration to play the game that you've already got everything for. Right. It's it's like, it, it's yeah. it, there's no need. Right. So I don't know. It's weird. Um, but. I do like that. Definitely looking forward to that DLC, though. That, yeah, that they're. Sh- I like that they're showing the you know support. They're like, look, yeah. you know, we're going to continue supporting this. Um, and the DLCs, yeah, I'll probably pick those up as mm-hmm. they uh, as they come out. Um, and then I know earlier we kind of talked about um, the Kingdom Hearts VR experience um, that's going to be coming to PS4. We mentioned that really early on, talking about Kingdom Hearts. Um, so there's a, it is going to be a free 10 minute interactive video. Um, it's coming out this holiday season and it covers various moments from the franchise. So I don't really know too much about what this is really doing. Um, it seems really weird, especially the fact that it's like a 10 minute little teaser. It's like, why even do this? Yeah, it just seems like they're going to show key moments. Um, you'll probably just end up getting your, uh, like your bullet points of like mm-hmm. what happened. Um, and you know, I, I get that. Like I, I'm the kind of person who, like we had talked about before in the, um, in the podcast, like I didn't play any of the side ones. I didn't play a single side game. Mm-hmm. Um, I played one, went right into two, was confused for a bit, and then it all started to come together. That's um, the way you should play. And that's the way I like to play. And I'm going to do that with three. I like, I, I kind of want to go back. Like I said, I'll probably, you know, do like a recap of everything that happened, but mm. more than likely I won't. And I'll just jump right into three and be like, Oh yeah, that happened in two. And, uh, yeah, I don't know who that guy is. Okay. Okay. Right. They explained who that guy is. Um, I mean that I, th- I think I'll be fine. Um, I mm. think so will everyone else. Um, but if you have a PSVR, you know, you might as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out on on the PSVR. But it, it's, I mean, the 10 minute thing is like, how much can they possibly show? Yeah, I, I just feel like you're gonna be just sitting there. I don't think that there's gonna be much action from the player. Yeah. I think you're just um, gonna be like looking around, watching like a three dimensional video. Yeah. So that's kind of a weird uh, thing that's happening, I guess. Right. Um, okay, so for the uh, for the Nintendo Direct, um, do we want to just dig into the particular stuff that kind of stuck out? Um, yeah, yeah. Why, why, why don't we go down the bullet points, and then if things start catching our eye, we'll kind of go back. Okay. 
Um, yeah, so um, there's a ton of Final Fantasy stuff that was announced. Yeah. Um, specifically, coming out on Switch, uh, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy IX, uh, the 10 and 10-2 collection, um, 12, 15 Pocket Edition, Chocobo's Mysterious Dungeon, World of Final Fantasy, and Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered are all coming to the Switch. Um, Crystal Chronicles is also coming to the PS4, and then all of the rest of those are also coming to the Xbox One, but not uh, Crystal Chronicles. Chocobo's so. Mystery Dungeon! Yeah, that's kind of weird, but uh, yeah, so um, Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition is already out. Uh, Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon is coming out uh, later this year. World of Final Fantasy is coming out in November, uh, and we'll have to see about the rest. Yeah, that's, I mean, th- there's, a, there's a good amount of stuff here. Um, the Pocket Edition Oof. is, like, I, I don't know, it's, it's already tainted with, like, the... Uh, you know, just 15. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's kind of a thing. If you're a big Final Fantasy fan, this like this whole section is probably really cool for you. And oh, yeah. As, as a, you know, a pretty standard fan, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't say casual because, you know, I have a favorite Final Fantasy. I've been playing them forever. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, there's a lot of stuff here that's really, really cool. But for the big fan... There's a lot of other stuff that's just like, uh, like like Pasty Pasta Man, like he's probably going to be a big fan of the world of Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I catch him even playing it sometimes now, still on PS4. Holy cow! So I, I don't know, um, but yeah, I mean the the for, you know for us I think the big ones are um, seven, nine, ten, ten, two, and twelve. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get 12 on my Switch. Um, yeah. yeah, probably I, will as well, to be honest. I'm really excited to to dig into that again, and I think Switch is a good spot to do it, because you can just put in 19 hours and not even notice. Yeah. Um, I want to play 9 again. I, I so kind of want to play 9 and 7 again. I don't know why. I definitely don't want to play 7 again. I played a lot of 7. I, I played a fair amount of 7. Um... Like, I didn't go back and play it, like, ten times or anything. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I played through it once in, like, when it came out. <laughs> okay. And that was, that um, was about it. Nine. And then, yeah, of course. Uh, go ahead and about nine. I was like, nine, I never, like, I played through um, probably about two-thirds of the game, and then I never finished it. So and that's, That was typical. <laughs> well, it, 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 was, it was a different time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't own that game. One of my friends owned that game. Oh, okay. And yeah. uh, he lent it to one of our friends, and then he played it, and then I got it, and I was playing it, and I got to, I think it was one of the, well, that was a multi-disc game, right? Yeah, it was four discs. Okay, I thought that was, seven was three discs, right? I think so. Uh, I think seven was four, too. I don't know. Um, but anyhow, I got to, it was probably like the third disc or something like that of that. And it didn't work, mm-hmm. uh, because our yeah. other friend had just like, like fucked Scratched the game entirely. Up. Um, and Shit. so, yeah, I never, I never got to play the, uh, the end of that game and that I sucks. sure as hell wasn't going to go buy a game for, uh, one disc, one yeah. disc. So yeah. All right. But, that, um, 
Yeah, that was. I'm definitely uh, excited for Crystal Chronicles too. That's gonna fuck me up. Yeah, it would be I fun really to play. I got into Crystal Chronicles at the time. I, I didn't get crazy into it. Um, it was more like here's the Game Boy Advance. Uh, you know, plug it in. I, like that was the aspect that I loved about it. Mm-hmm. Is plugging in your Game Boy Advance and like I have the map that has the dungeon. I can view the whole dungeon. We need to go left up here. And then another player is like, oh well, you know, there's an item up ahead to the right. So maybe we want to cut right before we, you know, go to the yeah. I, I loved that teamwork aspect, and I, it's something these days I don't think could be recreated with anything outside of like your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be cool, though. Could be cool, yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm excited to check this uh, check this out again. I'm not excited mm-hmm. to. Uh, uh, I'm not excited. Yeah, that was the one where you carried around the. Uh, yeah, you had to have like the, the crystal, the crystal right? would like, like keep you safe. Yeah, the the yeah. Because there's my there's my asthma around, and it, you know it'll kill you. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that one. Uh, I'm not excited to carry that thing anymore. We had a designated guy back then, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, not having that around not gonna be. Yeah. Cool. Um, moving forward, I know you freaked out about this one. Yeah, this really fucked me up. So, um, <laughs> Nintendo had a trailer with uh, it basically opened on um, Isabel from Animal Crossing New Leaf, mm-hmm. and I was just like fully creaming, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like Isabel, we're we we have a new Animal Crossing game coming out on Switch, and then they were like, at the end of it, Isabel said some shit, and then she was like, "I'm so glad to be joining Smash." And I'm like, this little bitch. Just <laughs> fucked me up. Like they're just they're putting Isabel in Smash, and, and she appears to be a totally separate character. Like she doesn't seem to be a rebuild of Villager. Yeah, she has like specialty moves where uh, she like pulls out a balloon or uh, a broom and hits someone. She can like yep. fish people up. She can set um, what are those little totems called? Uh, uh, yeah, the little like digger dudes. Yeah, they like make noise or whatever. I forget what they're called, but. And yeah, she like, sets those dudes up. Little uh, reflect attacks. Little raccoon bros build a house, and that's probably yeah. one of her smash moves or something. Yeah, that's her smash ultimate or whatever. Yeah, um, and it's like, god damn it, I don't want, I don't want to play as this character. Like, and people are gonna get good with her, and then they're gonna beat me up with her, and I'm gonna be yep. even more mad. There's some extremely fucking good memes. Yeah, she's just gonna be cheery and. Yeah, damn it. But that wasn't the only cool thing. I think you... Like, so immediately after that, so they, they do that and they like... I was playing League of Legends at the time, so uh, like when they first showed Isabel, I went in the group chat and I was like, oh shit, there's a new Animal Crossing coming out on Switch. And then yeah. uh, so and I was like, okay, no, it's not true. Isabella is just going to be a character in Smash. So then some time went by and... Uh, at the end of showing off uh, Isabella's play and everything, all of a sudden Tom Nook comes on screen, and he's, and, uh, he's like working on a laptop, and he looks over and he's like, and he said he's like, "Wow, that was pretty exciting for Isabella, huh? Hmm, what do you think of that?" Well, anyways, uh, I'm gonna make a new fucking house for you, and you're moving into a new Animal Crossing on Switch in 2019, bitch. And then you kicked over your fucking computer desk. I was like, <laughs> "Just crazy." There's a few of our friends that literally just stood up in the middle of that thing and ran full speed through their wall. Yeah, I just I got up and ran a smash into my door and passed out for an hour and a half. <laughs> it was dope. So uh, <laughs> you yeah, we did. You were doing it. 
Finally, another uh, Animal Crossing coming out. I mean, again, Switch is like custom designed to play Animal Crossing on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's I'm really excited. Uh, we don't really have a solid date or anything. They just said 2019. Um, I think it's probably going to be mid 2019. It sounds like they're trying to figure out how to work that Pocket Camp into the game. Uh, please don't. They're, they're Pocket Camp to... was a huge letdown for me. Yeah, it was not. It, it wasn't. I don't know. It was what it wasn't I expected. bad, but it just was not good in any way. It was what I expected. Yeah. But it is nice to know that they're doing an Animal Crossing. I mean, they know what their fans want. And that, like, they're getting really, like, teasy with the um, Smash characters. And if we don't get a Waluigi. Okay, so Isabella was number 68. Isn't it perfect to have Waluigi be number 69? I think it is. I think so. So, I, I, there has to be a Waluigi in this game. I don't believe that they won't put Waluigi in it. They're going to do a Waluigi. They're going to do a Waluigi, like, full teaser, and everyone's going to be like, oh my god, what is this? What is this? And then it's going to say 69 real big, and it's still going to have Waluigi's head there in the corner, and those fucking, like, shades are going to come down, and a joint's going <laughs> to come down. <laughs> That'd be good. That would be really good. <laughs> Dude, the fans would just lose their shit. I know I would. My, my <laughs> shit would be, be gone, son. That'd be so cool. Uh, uh, so, so you know, that that was uh, that was one of the big things. Yeah. Um, one of the things that just surprised me, I'm going to skip over the next thing, you know, move yeah. on to the next video, um, was the NES controller for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, I, I don't know. I, I looked at it, and I was like, oh, it's just going to be, like, a useless thing that I probably won't want to even get. Um, but with them talking about, you know, putting the, you know, more NES stuff on there, uh, you know, like Dr. Mario, Donkey Kong, Double Dragon, Excitebike, um, you know, Zelda, like, I mean, they, they showed off, uh, you know, a fair amount of titles and in this one pack for 60 bucks, you get two controllers that just snap onto the side of your, uh, um, your switch, like Mm. controllers to charge. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I think that's cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I I just I was really surprised. I thought it was something that I wouldn't want at all, but it definitely is looking like something that I really really want. Yeah, those look really. I mean, they're bigger than regular um, controllers. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of when they're slotted into the uh, switch, they they stick out quite a bit more. Um, yeah. Which is so the, pretty interesting. Yeah. So I'm not sure if they'll... I imagine you'll... You could probably play your games with those if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're pricing them out the exact same price as a... Uh, like, Actually, it's a little bit cheaper, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, this is a little cheaper than um, standard Joy-Cons. Okay. I think Joy-Cons usually come out at like 79 All right. Well, maybe so, I was just yeah. looking at some of the like co- the specialty color, like neon. Ones I mean, or yeah, these ones don't know. have um, sticks. No, so not at all. I don't know how that would affect playability. Yeah. Um, maybe there's like a swap out for the stick or something. I have no idea. But uh, yeah, that's maybe that's why they're cheaper because they don't have stick at all. Yeah. But um, yeah, they really want to lean on the NES stuff. So what we heard in the past about getting the free NES games monthly with um, a Nintendo subscription for the online service, which starts on the 18th, by the way. Um, 
that's true, and they are gonna they really want to lean into the NES stuff. I think that's a good market that they have. Um, and we'll just kind of quickly breeze through some other stuff. You can kind of hop around whatever looks good. Um, uh, Fortnite will not require a subscription to Nintendo Online to play online. Uh, Epic just kind of bought a free slot, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, your cloud saves uh, that come with the the service could actually be destroyed if you ever let your subscription lapse. So make sure you have that on auto renewal. And it, that shouldn't be something that you should. That's fixable. It's it's really easy. I mean, yeah. I, like I, it's not that I disagree that they should like. If you're not paying for the service, you shouldn't have the service. I mean, I, I definitely I see that, and I get yeah, that. that's understandable. But um, it should just force a download to your system and then delete the online files. Yeah, yeah. It just it, but it's something like letting your letting it lapse is something this day and age that shouldn't happen. Mm. It's twenty bucks a year, a year. I mean, yeah. that's that's very manageable for yeah. literally anybody who plays video games. Even if I mean, you're a, yeah, that's like the cheapest possible thing you can do in a game. Yeah, even if you're a six-year-old kid who just started playing video games, you can get you yeah. can somehow scrounge together twenty bucks a year. You can yeah. con your parents into buying you that. Like, just fucking put your mom's credit card on it. It's super easy. Don't um, even ask. Twenty bucks. Nobody's gonna notice. Yeah, and that, that should never lapse. Like, who knows what they do for Black like Black Friday? Like, yeah. I notice like I, I I'm gonna start buying all of my PlayStation Plus like during Black Friday. And get it, what yeah. twenty dollars off or whatever, up to. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. my that's my plan. I I actually just did a three month, uh, I just did a three month thing just so I can make sure that that's where I'm at. Hmm. But yeah, so um, yeah, that's something to potentially look out for. Uh, Splatoon version four was announced. There's new weapons and new uh, new features. Um, we're not really gonna dig into that because nobody gives a shit. Um, there's going to be a couple console uh, Switch bundles um, there's going to be a Super Smash Brothers Switch bundle and there's also a uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee bundle that one's pretty cool uh, the Smash bundle doesn't yeah. actually look very good in my opinion um, we're going to get a bunch of uh, board game uh, digital versions of board games on the Switch including Carcassonne, Pandemic and more um, there's some more stuff coming out on the 3DS, mostly ports of, uh, Wii U games, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, City Skylines is now available on Nintendo Switch. I definitely wouldn't recommend that, but if that's how you want to play it, go ahead. <laughs> um, Mario Tennis Aces DLC is adding new characters and modes. Um, so if you're interested in Mario Tennis Aces, definitely dig into that. Game Freaks uh, announced Town. Yep. Which uh, is a working town title. It's a working title, uh, sort of like a... RPG action um, survival game set in a single town where there's like monsters invading your town and you have to like fight them back, I guess. Um, Yoshi's Crafted World is coming to Switch in spring. Super Mario Party, they talked more about it and there's a single player mode and they talked about more video games. Uh, mini games, I mean. Um, Capcom has a beat em up bundle coming for Switch that has online play. Civ New Six. Super Mario Brothers U. Uh, yeah, Civ 6 is coming out. Luigi's Mansion 3 is announced on Switch from 2019. It's working title. Oh, this was big for me. Katamari Damacy re-roll. Yes. Uh, yes. It's coming this holiday, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was this holiday. Something like I that. Ran across so, this video um, a ton of stuff. Uh, Diablo 3 is coming out on Switch on November 2nd. 
there was a lot. And there's a little bit of leakage ahead of time, like Civ 6 leaked because they had like things set to go live on that original uh, Nintendo Direct day that they ended up postponing due to the earthquake. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kind of scrolling through the news to see if there's anything else, and I'm not seeing too much more. So, uh, yeah, that online service for the Nintendo Switch starts on the 18th, so probably jump on that. I would say as quick as you can. I'm not really yeah. sure how you buy into that yet, but I'm sure. I'm sure. Just pick your system honest. up. Yeah, yeah, just pick your system up on the 18th, and it'll be right there. Yep. And I, uh, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. This was a pretty good Nintendo Direct. It's like 38 minutes if you want to watch the whole thing. So yeah. I mean, realistically, it's not much longer than us sitting here talking about it. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something to check out. And there was a. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff. That Animal Crossing tease at the end, if you watch that, they just totally like twist your nutsack off. Um, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, they knew what they were doing. They're like, well... Yeah. That's smart, though. Um, they're really... like Nintendo's yeah. really pacing themselves on what they want to do. Um, like... They, they know what their fans want, and mm. they're tackling it like one thing at a time. Right. So you you notice like this one was very much an Animal Crossing event. It turned into an Animal Crossing event. It, it, at the end, it did. Right. Um, I mean, that, it was that, kind of like I mean, the, this Nintendo Direct overall is like it sort of felt like a year in review, mm-hmm. um, a little early because it was like, hey, here's what we're doing with um, you know the 3ds. They announced a bunch of 3ds games. Um, you know, here's what we're doing to support these games that are currently running and we think are doing pretty good. Uh, you know, Mario Tennis, Splatoon 2. Um, and they kind of saved all the surprise stuff for the end, which was all Animal Crossing. So they're like, right. you're in review. Here's what we're doing. Here's what we've done. Here's the online service detailed a little bit more. And then at the end, it was like, oh, and here's what we're looking forward to. Yeah, and and by me saying like that's what they you know they're kind of tackling it one thing at a time. I just mean in like almost the direct. Like mm-hmm. we got the announcement of a Luigi's Mansion, but Luigi's yeah. Mansion isn't as massive as. Oh, Luigi's Mansion doesn't hold a candle to the power of Animal Crossing. <laughs> exactly, and it's like yeah. Animal Crossing is really big, but people like Smash more. Yeah, Smash so, is more like popular. So, so yeah, that's what you know. It was like, and Pokemon, I think, is even more powerful than Smash. So, yeah, like, and everybody gonna, knows what's going on with Pokemon. So that's all been handled in separate directions. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was like it was like Pokemon, Smash. You know, here we are with Animal Crossing. Um, yep. You know, they're, they're really they're uh, trying to chop down that that tree, like of things that fans want. And it's like with yeah, every with swing, nuts. you know, something else falls <laughs> off you know, falls off the tree. Um, yep. And that, then that's a really good approach. That's a, I think that's a good approach. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, cool. Um, that's pretty cool. I mean, the Nintendo direct overall, like I said, was really good. Definitely check out the video. It's not too much to watch. Um, right. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, we, you know, we had, this was kind of a weird, um, kind of a weird podcast since we uh-huh. had someone, in the beginning, and then they kind of bounced out uh, halfway through, which we have done before. Um, mm-hmm. But we bounced around a lot, so and we didn't actually have any games releasing that were like big and noteworthy. That was a weird part. Yeah. So yeah, that that was kind of weird. Um, but you know, there 
th- there were some other things. If there is something that you wanted to see and you, you know you're like why that why didn't they talk about that that was big um mm. drop us a line over on twitter at mammoth games inc um you can also hang out over there ask us questions and uh you know anything that you want to see on the show um you can get from there uh as well follow yeah. us on facebook uh facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc Drag the like button uh well, all the comments and shares are appreciated the sheer fire way to talk with us on a daily um so make sure you're going uh, and doing that. The only other thing that we had was a uh, there was a tech demo for Atomic Heart um, that kind of popped out there. Uh, I actually didn't watch this. You, I mean, you brought this to my attention. I, I didn't know. Yeah, that. I checked it out a little bit. Um, it was shown off with uh, NVIDIA during Gamescom. So this was like right toward the end of Gamescom. Um, this is sort of just showing off a little bit of... Um, it's like you know, character models within sort of like a museum to right. like look at some things they're working on in the game. Um, just kind of show off the uh, RTX effect being on and off and show that some of the difference of how it'll automatically trigger things on the card. And it's, you know, there's a lot of games that come out on PC, especially that's like, hey, this is this works best on AMD, Radeon, 97 80 or whatever you know what i mean like right um this is just kind of one of those little show-offs um but there you get to see a bunch of cool assets i don't know if this has all been seen before in trailers necessarily i'm not i'm not like i haven't been super keeping up on this game it well um we've seen some of these you know we've seen the environments we've seen some of the characters um but we haven't we haven't seen it running on something like this and saying mm-hmm. saying that we're seeing it run on um, like a top, like top of the line graphics card, mm-hmm. I think is still saying, you know, we still really haven't seen the game. Yeah. Um, and, and this isn't even a representation of the game. I mean, this is just showing you things that are in the game, uh, while broken through the fourth wall, basically. Right. And they're like, I mean, this really is a tech demo. This is, um, you know, when Quantic Dream had the Kara demo. Um, that was not showing off their next game. I mean, ultimately it was, but really what they were doing there was look at what we can do with this current technology on a PS4. And it took them like <laughs> fucking six years after that to get the game out. So right. um, it is, it, it's pretty uh, interesting to kind of see how the tech is working here. Um, like they're reflecting this, like, I don't know, water or gas jug or whatever. Yeah. And um Holy They're showing like, okay, once we turn this on, look at the reflections. The infinite reflections. Yeah. So it is really interesting. Um, it's basically handling uh, like ray tracing, which is, if I understand properly, it's like following casted rays, which is like light. Mm-hmm. Um, and it allows the graphics card to split up the job of tracing what like every beam of light would do. So it sort of... I mean, it's, you know, something that you have to be able to handle or whatever, but it's, um, you know, you have to program for it. This is not automatic, like your graphics card does this on its own, but it makes it a lot easier for developers to have uh, mirrors be more reflective because it can follow, uh, you know, it allows the graphics card to follow what beams of light are doing through mirrors, um, through shadows, through, like, environmental (laughs) effects, um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of shortcuts that 
that video game develop like all of it's an illusion to make mm-hmm. you think that things are happening. Like right. they'll bake in some of the lighting. So if there's a really strong beam of light that doesn't really move, mm-hmm. they'll they'll just bake it in. It'll be there permanently, and that's not something that's held together with a uh, like a dynamic light. Let's say you're using like Unreal Engine. They right. use use dynamic lights if you want the person that walks by it, their shadow to follow on the floor mm-hmm. and you use static lights to just cause a static light. Right. Like the static light. stuff. Um, that would be like, uh, you know, just a light in a room. Like if you're not going to be looking at your feet then it doesn't really matter if it's casting a shadow live or, or if it's just always there, um, you know, things like God rays, like weather effects in the distance can be baked. Right. And so, you know, a lot of these things get kind of like pushed away, especially mirrors. They will always take and they'll take a screenshot uh, or not a screenshot. They'll take an image from the mirror and Mm. they'll get like what everything looks like. And then they'll flip it and they'll just like they would usually just paste that on like over where a mirror is. And then they'll blur it to make it look like, okay, that's a mirror. I know that's a mirror. You it's know. really hard to do mirrors generally, like um, reflective surfaces. And it, you know, it's it's not hard. It's just it takes so much processing. It takes mm. it's like uh, like doubling your room. It's like taking yeah. two, like running two rooms in one. And right. uh, they they've really found a way to optimize that, which is nice. Um, mm. And like lighting, they've really started to figure that out a, like a lot more in video yeah. games, which is uh, uh, which we know is, um, which is really good. Is this this looks like it's probably Unreal, right? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, I, I assume it's Unreal. Um, I just yeah, I just thought of that. I was like, wait a minute, your graphics card really doesn't matter if you're in like a shit engine. So I don't know. I was looking at it, and I didn't really see anything. Um, uh, I, I just looked them up. It doesn't actually say. Uh, I think but it's also, probably Unreal. Yeah, um, looks Unrealish to me. Yeah, it's like one of the things that I noticed. That's a really cool illusion that mm. people will definitely miss. Next time you're playing Spider-Man, climb on the building and go to a corner. Mm. And like they've created these rooms that look like they have doors and they have like objects in them. But sometimes yeah. you'll go to the corner of a building and they'll have a door that leads out to the window that you just crawled from. Mm. So it looked like it'd be just a door that leads to the outside and you'd fall clean off a building. Yeah. And they just created all these little like procedural rooms, and you know there it is. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. It is. God damn it! I still can't find it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at the system requirements. I see. That's what I was hoping it would show like an update to Unreal Engine five or later, but it doesn't. Nope. <laughs> so I don't know. I look forward to seeing more uh, of Atomic Heart. It looks really cool. That fun um, like cross between. Uh, man, it's it's almost like uh, dying light and um, like bio, like Bioshock. Yeah. It has that like haunting feel that you got when you were playing like dying light because that mm-hmm. city was just overrun, right. and you know you could you could everything was dangerous. Yeah. Everything, yeah. So, um, yeah, go check that out. Go check out that uh, tech demo. Um and uh yeah, let us know what you think. But that's it for us guys. Uh thank you for hanging out. Uh but until next time, I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filter Cord. Have a good one.